Hey guys, it's Christina. This is Vox and Guest. And I am here tonight with three quarters, 75% of one of my favorite bands, Aurora Fallen. Say hi, guys. Hi. Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> I was waiting for someone to actually say hi, guys. And <laughs> thank it. you for doing that, Phil. No, sure. they're here. And I'm so happy that they're here. And we have a lot to talk about. But before we do that, why don't you guys just quickly say hello, introduce yourselves, tell everybody what you do in the band. <laughs> Uh, my name's Owen. I am the lead singer and rhythm acoustic guitar player. Uh, I'm Felipe. Um, I play bass and I joined a band like five, eight, six months ago. June. Recently. Yeah. Most, I'm, June. The new, I'm the new guy. You're the new guy. All right. Definitely. Uh, Phil, I am a master of the percussion arts or a drummer if you want to be a dick about it. <laughs> And we do. And then we are unfortunately missing Cole, lead guitar, but Cole is with yes. us in spirit. And maybe there yes. are pieces of Cole's hair scattered on the floor there from the last time he was around. You never know. So Definitely. he could be there. And well, there you no, go. We should just put it up on a chair. His hair is on my undershirt. <laughs> Which raises a whole bunch of questions I'm not going to ask, but there we go. So, okay, listen, um, before we get oh. into it, guys, I, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you were prepared, but I kind of my thing is to start every interview off with like a really serious, like intense, meaningful question. I feel like it really helps open the band up right away. Um, you know, I don't want to say you might want to get Kleenex or whatever, but if you need it, hopefully it's nearby, but we're just going to, we're going to do this. We'll get it out of the way. And then we'll talk about other stuff. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Once and for all, what is the superior form of potato? I know. I told you, I told you uh, we're not fucking answer. around here. Um, oh. It's 2023. It's roast potatoes. No, oh. like smashed and roast. But what does that have to do with 2023? That's like 2020. <laughs> well, I mean, if you would ask me 10 years ago, it would have been French fries. Okay. Sure. Okay. So 20, 2013 was the year of French fries, but 2023 is it's it's the glow up is okay. So roasted. That's my, that's my reality. Roasted, smashed. Potatoes. Okay, yeah, so yeah. And, and are we salting? Are we parsleying? Well, are we garlicking? Are we? What are we doing? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, and yes, yes. Okay, and are we? Key question: Is there dippage? Condimentary um, that's, art. That's personal taste. Okay. All right. So, but you are you are firm in twenty twenty three being the year of the smashed <laughs> roasted potato. Okay. All yeah. right. Who else? Maybe twenty twenty four, depending on when this goes out. Okay. Yeah. No, it won't be. Well, actually, no, it could be. Yeah. So geez. Okay. So shit, Felipe, what have you done? What if this airs in January oh, and you man. are in, in obsolete potatoville? Do yeah. you see what you've done to yourself? I don't know. Yeah. We think your life right now, but all right. Okay. So listen, okay. let, let's go to the more forward thinking members of the band then who are not rooted <laughs> to the year. Let's see who's taking it next. Phil, are you going to, are you going to lay down? Do you have a, do you have a, is this the year of something for you? Or is it no, just I think the all-time winner is going to be loaded mashed for me. Yeah. Oh, loaded mashed, not loaded baked. Uh, okay. Uh, so, and, and pardon the phrasing of this, but what is your load like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
are we talking? Yeah, I know. Are we are we talking sour cream? Are we butter? Are we chives? What are what are we low bacon? What's going on? Yes, and yes, keep going. Okay. Um. Oh, geez. What else? Chives, salt and pepper. I assume. Gonna have the bacon, the salt and pepper. Yeah. Okay. Okay. At least you said sour cream. Yeah, I did so. say sour cream. I did, is which is cheese, cheese, I mean, cheese, cheddar yeah, cheese, cheese. Cheese. Okay. Wow. At that point, it's kind of like a salad. But okay. All right. So we're going with, and 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 you're saying this in the year of our Lord 2023, despite what Felipe has said, you're going with loaded mashed for an all-time thing. All right, this Owen. This is more a lifetime thing. Yes. I okay. Mean, uh, be, oh, and from beginning to end, whenever it is that I die, that will be my preference. To That's be it. fair, Superior. we live in Montana, and we're right. an arbitrary number of years behind where you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like in New York, it's like the year 3000, and we're eating like potato, potato pellets that come out of our robot's yeah. ass or something. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Exactly. All right, Owen, tell, tell me, tell me, Owen, what are we doing with potatoes in, in Owenville? It is loaded steak fries wait what okay loaded steak fries, steak fries. Yeah. so are you're putting the same shit on your steak fries that phil is no. putting on oh no it's just a very healthy amount of cheese okay some bacon okay gravy ranch to dip uh, you lost me a ranch Ugh. ranch to dip wait a minute okay hold on wait we have steak fries <laughs> yep. they have cheese on them Yep. They have bacon bitlets attached. Yep. And you're putting that in ranch dressing. Oh, absolutely. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody dipping fries into ranch. Is that like a Montana thing? I mean, oh. That, whoa. That's I thought weird. that was in America. I thought, America I thought that was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like, really? I, I grew up in Florida and like yeah, ranch was like said. on everything. <laughs> California. French fries. Is that weird? Whatever, I, yeah. I grew up in California. Weird? Same thing. <laughs> See, now here in New York, we have Maybe. two things. We have Disco fries, which is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard, but it's like fries with cheese and like brown gravy. That's a thing. Or just like fries with either ketchup or like I'm a mayo girl with my fries or, you know, but I don't think I've ever heard of fries with ranch. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you want, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, okay. I dairy free ranch, but I'm going to have to try uh, that. Servers okay. here literally ask you if you want ranch for your fries. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Look and, at this. And, and they take their ranch game pretty seriously. Yeah, it's it's usually than, homemade. Yeah, more yeah. often than ketchup too. I mean, I agree. Hardly even offer ketchup anymore. I agree. Yeah. You know, okay. we call fries, cheese, and uh, gravy. We call that poutine. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cheese curds, but same difference. Yeah. No. No. I. 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 Okay. So, wow. I'm gonna have to attempt that. So we. We. We do not though, have a quorum here. We do not have a band. Oh, potato yeah. like. I mean, it's, Highlander it's like issue in the band. It hasn't yeah. come up before. <laughs> well, uh, na I mean, now I've sown, you know, dissent among the ranks. I think that that's my fault. If Aurora Fallen breaks up now, it's my fault because of the potato thing. But it definitely. seems like you guys, with the exception of Felipe, who I understand you're new. So, I mean, you know, we can't expect too, too much from you at this point, potato wise. But like we have, <laughs> we have two loaded situations. If you loaded your 2023 yeah, potatoes, we could, you know. Yeah. Can we work on our phrasing a little bit? But like <laughs> food wise specifically, um, yeah, you could throw some ketchup on that bitch. Yeah. Okay. Great. 
I don't think that counts as loaded, dude. Right, but yeah, all right, all right, okay. So, so we hot sauce. mayonnaise and hot sauce, like <laughs> what that's is all you're right. <laughs> I feel like we're going. We're you, you okay? All right. So all <laughs> we, we know is that, okay. is that is that potatoes must have a thing on them, and that it is not like. It's not usually ketchup. Okay. All right. I'm going to, now I learned something today. I feel like this was, this was like a reading rainbow episode for me. I have to go try ranch on French fries, which seems unholy to me. I don't know how I missed this. Oh, this the more, you're going to love it. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's it, guys. Thanks for coming. Um, this was great. Um, yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going to go from here? But we nailed it. Okay, so we, we completely. I mean, like you know, you guys, you, you, you. What does anyone else need to know about? Find them on Spotify, whatever. But the potato <laughs> thing really is. Okay, so let us talk about. Oh, I don't know the band. How about we do that? Let's let's move into the music a little bit. I would I would like to get at first before we even get into Aurora Fallen. Why don't you guys each tell me how you got into music in the first place? Like baby Owen, baby Phil, baby Felipe. How did you guys find music and, and what did that look like for each of you? And I don't know who wants to start, but you're going to have to pick somebody. I feel like we had a good thing going with the potato thing and let you start. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Um, do you remember Ghostbusters, the cartoon? Yeah. That in that intro, the, the electric guitar intro. That yeah. was your gateway to music? Uh, that yeah, that's as far back as I can pinpoint. Okay. Um, that, that, I think you got, I think you're right, Owen. Letting Felipe start seems to be like a good Vegas move here because I I can honestly say no one has ever pointed to the Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, it's that's usually like I heard Pink sure. Floyd, and you're like, no, no. <laughs> have you um, seen the Ghostbusters cartoon? Though? So okay. I mean, my, my I didn't have the benefit of listening to my parents' music um, and you know absorbing all that, so I kind of had to find you know, for myself. And okay. I was a little kid. So yeah, that's, I absorbed what I had. And that was the Ghostbusters intro theme song. I and I remember that. like air guitaring, air guitaring that. I love that. That's yeah, adorable. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard that before. Uh, and yeah, and then eventually I picked up, you know, a, a guitar, like when I was like 19 or something. And then I'm sorry. I just now I have this image that every time you ever went out, like looking for a date, you were like, I always bring it up. Hey, baby. It's my latest. <laughs> you ever watch the are, are you the Ghostbusters cartoon? Because you're getting me real interested right now. You know, like yeah. that's what no. I get. That's, yeah. Okay. I mean, the big right. question is, do you, did you ever pantomime any musical instruments when you were a child? And then how long did it take you to actualize that? Wow. What? That's your date so, question? Felipe is a physical scientist. Okay. <clears throat> Makes yeah. a little more sense now. I was going to say, how, how long have you been single, Felipe? <laughs> <laughs> One week, Christina. Oh, no. I hope that's not true. I'm what? sorry. Oh. You're going to be snapped up I instantaneously. This, this dude is, no, no. Guys, ladies, if he's available, which he may or may not actually be, snap him up. Anybody who likes the Ghostbusters cartoon is good fucking people in my book. So you're cool. a physical scientist, too. Okay, so yeah. you heard this guitar... It lit up your brain, and then when did you actually? Yeah. I believe it. I have. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, it, no, it, I, I'm it, not either. It moved me, and it made me want to yeah. like. Like I was always a shy kid. Uh, um, okay. I, I didn't gr grow up. I grew up in Florida, as did Owen. Um, okay. But I wasn't born here, so um, I moved to Florida when I was like five. Okay. So a lot of my early childhood was like 
desperately trying to fit in with mm-hmm. the people, the kids around me, which, you know, that's hard so to begin hard. with. So hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, it, yeah, it just, it, it felt I something that. I no, danced I around that. the living room and then eventually I actually tried it for real. So when did you actually get a guitar? Uh, and did you start with did you start with guitar guitar yeah. cuz usually when I talk to bass players very rarely do they start with bass it's usually well, I wanted to play guitar but then we needed a bass player yeah so what the was it was that you probably talk to are actually bass players and good at what they do um I'm doing my best <laughs> try not to let these guys no, down no I'm sorry party foul Mm-mm. no you don't get to ding yourself oh, like that I mean if we're going to yeah. oh I mean it's a uh, imposter syndrome <laughs> we, we can yeah. we can start the the conversation about that now. That. Oh man, I'm so you and I are going to need to sit down with some ranch and some some 2023 <laughs> potatoes and talk that through, dude. Because I feel you so hard on that. No, I I think and and I mean like if you <clears throat> if you got lit up by that, and I understand that actually. I'm I'm teasing you a little bit because I like you, but like it it's it's I know that I remember there being certain sounds from certain movies or cartoons. Or, or things like that when I was a kid that I was like, and it just lit up my brain for some reason. And I love that that's the thing that you stuck with. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. So, okay, so you were, how old were you when you started playing for real? Uh, like 19. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. So it, it was, that was a while then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm in my mid forties. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, you were five when you, when you got lit up. To with America? That. Yeah, we didn't have Ghostbusters in Brazil. <laughs> no, but that's when you heard it, right? That's when you first started to get, yeah. So, yeah. okay, so did you do music in school or anything in the meantime? Were you in band? Were you in- uh, no, 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 no. Like, um, I, I was very active in my church growing up. Um, okay. I, I think I took, like, a few drum lessons, actually, from uh, somebody in our church. And okay. it was cool. Like, I, I may have missed my calling. I don't know, but... I mean, I'm sure most people that are listening to this are music fans. Music is kind of tough. Like there's yeah. like a, there's a big, like, you know, learning curve there. And oh, yeah. I don't think a lot of people get over that. Um, I don't even know if I actually did, but somehow I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we're going to have, we're going to have to give you lots of, of, of musical hugs through the course of this, because you're not allowed to think that way about yourself, but okay, we will leave yeah. it there. So you, you sure, got yeah. into guitar and then was that bass from the beginning or was it guitar? Guitar. I, I, I really didn't start playing bass like seriously until I met Owen. Um, actually, we, we met um, at one of their shows um, okay. and they decidedly did not have a bassist on stage, which is weird <laughs> for a rock band. Okay. Um, and I've been playing in a, uh, in a punk rock cover band. And yeah, and then like you had mentioned something and then I got... And I drunkenly was like, I can play bass. How hard can it be? <laughs> you were much. just, you were just yeah. like, you were, you were high on, on smashed potatoes and you just, you were, you were going to say whatever. So, okay. So that was, and then that's when you started playing bass. Yeah, seriously. Sure. Yeah. That's a bold that's move, dude. Okay. I, mean, I like a, it. It's like a third of the strings. Like it's easier, <laughs> but it's, it's not actually like, no, it's really I, not. I, I've been challenged by this for sure. Okay, cool. Now, but that's good. That's it. You seem more than up for it. So, okay. All right. We will come back to themes of that. But who's going next? Phil, Owen, who's who's taking it on next? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. 
point. Yes, it's me. That was one of the worst games of direct this Those worst games. Those worst game of rock, paper, scissors I've ever played. We're going to have to teach Owen how that game is supposed to go. But all right, Phil, it's sure you. He knows, but, uh, tell us about LA. <laughs> huh? Tell us about LA. Yeah, Phil, tell us about I LA. Fuck out of there as often as I could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, how did you become a musician? So, I'm from a very small town in California. Hardly anybody's ever heard of it. Have you ever heard of Tuolumne, California? No. That's okay. That's okay. I get it. Um, Tuolumne, Tuolumne. Yeah, Tuolumne, Tuolumne. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so um, my dad was a musician. He was a guitar player and uh, he played bass. He sang. He, he actually was a, capable of recording his own music. And so, um, anyways, uh, the funny thing is, is that he always struggled trying to find percussion in those uh, uh. when he played. And so, I can't really put an age on it or anything like that, but I was just a kid and, uh, you know, to connect with me more, he got me a set of bongos. And so that's kind of how I learned how to uh, count and keep a beat and everything like that. Okay, cool. As time went on, I mean, I actually was able to uh, join some various bands and play some drums and stuff like that. And, you know, just kind of, just kind of got, you know, a little better, a little bit more addicted to it. And mm -hmm. uh, I had about a 20 year I think it was about a 20 year break before Owen and I linked up. Wow. Okay. Um, so and, was, that, uh, so was that by choice or you just didn't have anybody to hook up with uh, the play or so kind of, I mean, we'll dig a little deeper into my life. I flower yourself. Sure. Open up. <laughs> um, so I struggled with some addiction. Uh, okay. Most mainly alcohol. You notice that I'm the only one with a water glass here out of these guys. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so mainly addiction, and so it only counts if you don't have that in your hand. <laughs> anyways, uh, so uh, anyways, so I, struggle with, I struggle with addiction like really bad um, when I was okay. younger. I mean, mostly alcohol, um, and so uh, it just it was one of those things that was just a trigger for me for the longest time. Yeah, um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually nine years sober now. <clears throat> and, amazing. Uh, Good for you, dude. Wow. Yeah, these, guys are, these guys are super cool about it. They're super supportive. I mean, yeah. and uh, they don't they don't pressure me whatsoever or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's actually something that doesn't really trigger what I where I was in my life. And so, yeah. you know, okay. Owens, you know, since I moved to Montana, um, He's become one of my best freaking friends. I mean, this dude's like a brother to me. And then Felipe, I mean, you know, I think we adopted him like six months ago. So. I don't blame you. Yeah. No, you you three. I mean, I we we, we we I should mention to everybody watching that, like we we actually talked for like 40 minutes before we even started the interview because we were just having fun. Like you three are are like, I love you already. So I could see why <laughs> it's a safe place for you yeah. to be able to be back in music without having to worry about it setting you off in any way that you absolutely do. I mean, nine years, man, that is fucking, let's pause on that for a second because that is like a hundred days is amazing. Nine years is incredible. So um, I'm so glad that you're good and you're healthy. Right, right. And you're, yeah, yeah, you should be. Absolutely. So, okay. So you, so you had that very long break you grew by leaps and bounds and you are back. And, and so was it, was it with this band that you, or at least when you met Owen that you got back into drums? Yeah. So, I mean, Owen and I know each, known each other for years beforehand. I mean, we've right. done several nonprofit projects around town and stuff. And to be perfectly honest, I had no idea this guy was a musician. Um, 
of all things that I knew about him as being one of my best freaking friends, I had no idea that he was a musician until a certain Facebook post went out one day. We need a master of the per percussional art. No, it was a drummer. He was looking for a drummer. Drummer. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, he was saying like, that phrase. Nice. No, he's gonna make that. He's gonna make fetch happen by the end of this interview. That is so fetch. Everyone will be calling it master of the percussional arts. I, I'm I'm already sold. <laughs> I'm, I'm married. I'm married to one, so I know now what I have to call him. Um, <laughs> you, you have seen you have seen half baked, right? I a long time ago. Okay, yeah, so but I didn't. I didn't. Line. Okay, I didn't place it. I became a master of the custodial arts or a janitor if you want to be a. Dick that's what it's from. Okay, I was like, I know that's from yeah. something, but I, okay, all right. I just had to so put my own twist in there you, he, you didn't know he was a musician until he posted looking for a drummer on Facebook. I had no idea, and so to be honest i mean i had my own kit uh which is sitting behind us here and it uh so yeah i started moving stuff out and came over here and everything like that and it was like okay so i am just rusty as hell i mean i mm. haven't played in years uh mm. let alone with other musicians and stuff like that and so uh when we started when we started playing we saw the potential um yeah. but it needed a lot of work <laughs> so okay um and uh that's I mean, for what it's worth, that's just kind of where where we're at today is like, you know, through the encouragement, constant practice uh, um, and everything, you know, I mean, that's kind of what brought me back to it and my mm -hmm. love for it and everything mm -hmm. like that. So are we allowed to ask each other questions? Is that cool? Sure. I love that. Go for it. I haven't heard as, this part of it. As before. far as I'm concerned, dude, you and I became best friends when you talked about Ghostbusters. <laughs> so you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. Go for it. Ask him a question. Are you hesitant to answer the call? just because of like your past and it's a great question like following back falling back into to be that. honest i'm not really sure um i mean how do i put that uh i had a drum kit for a reason so obviously the passion mm -hmm. was still there i tried to sell it several times and just get completely out of music that never happened mm -hmm. so obviously there was some other plan there and yeah. everything and then um i guess for what it's worth owen already knew that i was sober and uh so has been nothing but supportive since the day i walked in here yeah um well and before that um yeah. but uh i'm trying to think how long we've known each other i mean i sobered up in 2014 so it's it's probably been about that long so i mean okay. close to her, give or take a year or two a couple but, of years yeah <clears throat> anyways okay. uh but he's always been supportive and so the fact is is that i felt safe you know yes uh, i didn't Twice. feel yeah, I didn't feel, I just didn't feel pressured by anything or anything like that. I mean, my decision to not drink is my decision. Right, um, exactly. I don't, right. Bring, That's not I don't pressure else. them to say, okay, look, you're making me uncomfortable. This wouldn't be my environment or my place to walk in there and say, okay, you guys are going to change your shit up because you need a, you need me in here and I'm sober. You know, I don't push that ideology on anybody. It's either mm -hmm. I'm going to free myself or I'm not. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and credit to Bill, I mean, well, sure, of course, like, of course we would never pressure you, but, you know, he's pretty steadfast in it, like, it, it, I don't think that it'd be uh, it'd be that easy to you know. No, and I actually also get the sense that if if they thought it was better, they would probably offer not to drink either. You know what I mean? Like you guys just seem yeah. to. You've had some really nice moments even before oh. we started rolling around that, and and I love that. I love that. And you said it. You said exactly the thing. It's that you felt safe. Like that once yeah. you feel safe, 
everything opens up like ev- everything it doesn't matter what it is because you know that you can be yourself you don't have to yeah. you know worry about anything and then all that bandwidth can just go to what you want to focus on which yeah well you heard it when you heard it when uh you know before you went live yeah. on this i mean felipe even asked i mean you mind if i something to the effect of you might you mind if i have a glass of this or what yeah is it okay if i drink something whatever <laughs> yeah and there was uh, a bro hug and everything i love no that's what i mean like i i First of all, I mean, fuck, let's just say a couple things here. Like, guys, watching and, and listening to this, like, you are, you are staring at three guys who make kick-ass fucking music, and obviously there's a fourth who's involved in that too. I don't want to leave Cole out, but, like, who are, like, who get what actually being a man is about, right? It's not this, bro, bullshit, whatever. Like, it's about being real and vulnerable and safe and talking about shit or whatever. You guys are in for a treat tonight. You really are. But so, so okay, so you you found your people your person mm-hmm. you know and, and now felipe's in your people too and and cole obviously among the people as well and then i guess that leads us to you owen and how you got into music in the first place how much time you got by the way <laughs> yeah. 93 hours that is the minimum um oh. episode length for this show can you squeeze um, in at least 10 more <laughs> um, Owen's going to start talking like an auctioneer just to get it all in here. That was me. And I got it. Whatever. I start picking up the guitar and start playing it. No. Okay. I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't. Whoa. I didn't say boom hour. I said. I said auctioneer. But all right. So go ahead. How how did it how did it happen in the most crystallized form that you can give me? <laughs> Okay, so uh, I was born uh, deaf. I what? didn't hear until I was two years old. And my nanny at the time had uh, MTV on, and that was the first thing that I heard. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, all right, 93 hours is not going to cool. cut it. Wait, so, so, <laughs> so you were born deaf, and then what happened? Did you get implants? Did you, was there a, some sort of physical so, yeah. block? Yeah, so uh, it's pretty common. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if it's pretty common, but <laughs> I, I uh, so, so most people uh, that are born without eustachian tubes, like okay. they've got, the uh you know they've got the implants that you can get for those and mine uh, being back in the 80s it was very uh archaic medicine so it was like they took glass tubes and stuck them in to create them which in turn built them out of scar tissue but along with that came with like 12 years of uh constant ear infections oh yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah 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 and then, uh, so going into middle school, I had been listening to a lot of like, uh, while growing up, I listened to a lot of, uh, BB King, uh, uh, Miles Davis, you know, Okay. and, okay. uh, so when middle school came up and they're like, Hey, do you want to join the band? I was like, sure. And, uh, started off by playing the trumpet went through my entire school career from then on playing trumpet went into the marine corps playing the trumpet okay and then uh that was when i picked up my first guitar okay so uh after i picked up my guitar i just started playing and like i was stationed in virginia beach so we would like go down to the boardwalk and like the videos that you see of people like making random songs for people walking by 
Like that's what I was doing back in okay. like 2002. <laughs> okay. I, I knew how to play a C, a G, and a D, and that's all I played. Literally <laughs> all you need, yeah. And uh, and like people walking by, like I would just start singing about them, and they would stop, and you know. It just turned into a thing that I uh, started to. You and, invented the internet, dude! Holy shit! Like, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. What you, did. I, I you were no TikTok before right TikTok was TikTok. Yeah, right? exactly. But wait a minute. Oh, and I got I got to go back a little bit because you. <laughs> I love how you were like. So I was born deaf, and then when I was two, I heard MTV, and then we're in middle school, and I'm, we're gonna have to go back to to two at the, this point for a little bit here. So, you, you heard MTV. Do you remember what the first song? You I can't because you're too okay. But it, so, all right. So, what year was this? Eighty six. Okay, so we have a sense of what kind of music was yeah. on around that time. So yeah. that is a hell of a way to come into the hearing world. Is is MTV in the mid eighties? But okay, so <laughs> you you were you immediately drawn to music at that point too. I think so. You? Okay. I think I was because, like, I mean, anytime you know the radio was on, like, I don't care if I knew the lyrics or not. Like, I was still singing along. Okay, and you. So I, mean, I was that you, kid. Yeah, <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> 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 but okay, so but so you and then so you were singing before you were playing the trumpet. Yeah. Okay, because you talked about instrument, but you didn't talk about your your singing. So okay, so you, you wow, that's an amazing. Like each of you has managed to come up with like a fabulous, like musician villain origin story. I love this. <laughs> like this is so great. So okay, so you and then so we've we've I, and unfortunately we don't know. Cole's not here to tell his story, but why don't you talk I about you know, know Cole's story. Okay, go for it. Tell yeah. tell Cole's holy shit. Go ahead, hold up his guitar and make it talk and tell no, you just tell us what what's Cole's uh, story. So, Cole growing up, um uh his parents ended up separated and uh one of the guys that came into his life uh was a Easy. guitar player and okay. um just kind of took him under his wing and oh, really started teaching him and he became like I mean, it's hard to describe. Like the kid's just freaking gifted. He's, he's very talented. Like ridiculous. He's much younger than we are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, and but I mean, it, like he's got the same. I don't know. Even though he's younger, he still has that same uh, feel of music that all of us do. So he's he's almost like a Johnny Lang, where you know you have this like eighteen year old kid who's playing like you know. You know, eighty-year-old guy blues. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I. I, I not I, that I, big of a gap in age difference, but uh, <laughs> not, 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 not far off either. <laughs> I wasn't calling him nineteen, and I wasn't calling you guys eighty. But yeah, you get my point. So okay. So he he got he got brought in. Okay. And so then you guys formed in twenty twenty one, right? Aurora Fallen. Okay. Yes. And so was this a like? Did somebody start it? Was it you, Owen, or did you guys all kind of? Because I know again, Felipe's the newest one just from this year. But like, did the three of you decide that you were going to make a band? Was it you know you were looking for a drummer? So was it for this band or? Yeah. So okay. uh, Felipe and I actually talked about it back in 2020, and we just plotted it out to where 2023 he would actually join the band. 
Nah, that's- <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm going to call bullshit on that. There's no way you're letting, no. there's a no, no, uh, uh, sorry. No, you're, you lose all of your coins and now you don't get to talk for three minutes. So no. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Okay. So the actual no. story is. The, the actual story. So I, back in 2020, uh, was going through, uh, a lot of life stuff that uh a lot of people did um mine was not because of shutdown or anything it was just because i still went out into the world and uh did normal human stuff okay uh because we could (laughs) so uh it was uh more just general house things that happened and uh okay put me into a pretty rough space uh coming out of it i was pretty much like i've put music off for way too long Mm -hmm. uh you know started a family and when i started my family it was kind of like you know time to put childish things away right yeah 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 and uh so ironic (laughs) that's when you need them the most but yeah right so the dream of being a rock star was put to bed and I okay. joined the working class for a long time, 15 years before I started playing again. Wow. And uh, because of that event, that's actually where Crow's Home came from. Yeah. And we're uh, going to get to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. I said, uh, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm to the point now where like, my kids can take care of themselves. I can focus a little bit on me too, you know? Yeah. So I started jamming with a few guys and then, uh, one of them, it just was not his style, younger, very young, like 18 year old kid that, uh, it just, he wanted to get more into, uh, metal and that's just not. Yeah. You're not a metal. Yeah. You're not a metal guy. So, <laughs> so uh, he left and then it was just me and then another guitarist who was a younger kid, uh, talented, but uh, same thing. Like he just, he played with us for probably a year and just got to a point where he was just like, you know, I'm just not like a hundred percent invested in this. I think I want to start my own thing. And I was like, cool. I mean, go do it. You know? Right. Right. Uh, the drummer that I had started with, uh, decided to join the Navy. <laughs> okay. That's a so, reasonable reason not to be around. So, okay. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> and then the bass player that I had, uh, decided to move North of where we are. So I was, back to being by myself and i was like well all right so i posted one day <laughs> saying hey i need a uh lead guitarist a drummer and a bass player uh, 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 a master <clears throat> of the percussionary arts you got a drummer right, i was looking for a drummer <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually in his defense he didn't post he was looking for a master of the percussional arts he so, actually did say drummer okay <laughs> so then, right. uh, so then finally <laughs> Phil actually like got a hold of me and it was like, Hey man, you know, uh, it's funny because I've been thinking about possibly maybe starting to play again. Yeah. And I was like, well, what better time than now? And he said, okay. And then, uh, Cole messaged me like a couple hours later and then, oh, wow, yeah. And he was like, Hey man, yeah, I've been looking for somebody to jam with. And you know, I was like, cool, you know, why don't you come over? We'll, you know, have a little session and, 
see if we jive and like in between it was weird because like we had like two or three days before we were actually going to get together and like we were just messaging each other back and forth and i was like did we just become best friends <laughs> and he was like yeah i think we did <laughs> so so much room yeah, for activities man. yeah yeah okay so that's yeah. a pretty good day if you find your drummer and your lead guitar player and within the course of a couple of hours okay and so yeah. then you are a band and then yep. just to fast forward before we because i know everyone's wanting to hear a song and we're going to be playing it in just a minute guys but you get to 2023 and you find young squire over here for yep. bass so you yep. were at a show <laughs> of theirs yep. happened yes. to notice they didn't have a bass player and thought i can do that pretty noticeable yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, which is the cardboard cutout on the stage. So, okay, so and was that just by you had you guys just hadn't picked up a bass player at that point? So you'd been together for 2 years and you didn't have a bass player or was it was there like a So we had okay, was it so like we spinal had the tap or decided okay. to move and then I had right. uh one guy that joined and then like he had just had a kid like a couple of months prior to and yeah. all sorts of stuff was going on and i was like you know hey man like do you have time to do this and he was like you know to be honest with you i don't so then that was when we lost the bass player so i was oh, like you know what i'm tired of fucking waiting for a bass player so i'm just gonna start booking shows i don't give a shit yeah you know yeah, so that's yeah. literally what we did it sounded first... pretty good <laughs> like surprisingly good i think they just you know did some eq tweaks and dude it sounded Sounded good. Okay. So in addition to being the bass player, you're also our number one fan. Look at <laughs> yes. that. Look at the bromance. I love it. So, all right, listen. It's pretty strong over here, yeah. <laughs> it is, and I'm here for it. But okay, listen, we 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 the 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 crowd wants a song, and I think that this is a before we go any further in talking about anything, I need we think we need to let everybody hear it. So we had a very long debate among us about which song we were gonna play. And uh, I'm very happy with the one that was chosen. Not that I had anything to do with it at all. But um, why don't you guys just for just a little bit tell everybody about Paradise. And uh, then we'll play it and we'll come back and we'll talk about it more. Uh, so Paradise is a song about um, basically no matter where you are in the world, you're always going to find your way home. Okay, look at that. I think that's good. I think that's good. I think we should go on that. Guys, this is, um, you are in for such a treat. I love this song so much. I'm obsessed with it. Um, so this is, without further ado, Paradise by Aurora Fallen. Yeah. 
Okay. So, all right. I got to get the knee up for this because I, <laughs> I just do. I love this song. When I'm excited about things, the crowd knows at this point, I, the knee comes out and that's just, we, we, we call it Neevage. That's what we get. So you're, you're getting Neevage on this song. I love this song. I love this song. I, I am obsessed with it. Um, and I mentioned to you guys when we were, you know, debating which one to play that it, it in part reminds me of my favorite Allison Chain song, which I've mentioned before on this show is Nutshell. Um, and there's something about that song um, and something about this song that just, um, there's a thing in music that doesn't happen often, but there's just a, like a longing, like a beautiful longing in some notes and some chords and some vocals and some timbres and just some percussion and some of how it all comes together. And this song hits that for me. Um, and I, I wasn't kidding when I told you before that I've, I've had it on loop. Like I'm just, I am obsessed with it. Um, and th the highest compliment I can pay it is that I wish I had gotten to sing harmonies on this song. I love this song. I sing along with it every time I hear it. Um, and it just makes me so happy. And I, um, I hear, so I do hear Alice in Chains. I hear Nutshell. I also hear a song and I only ever make, I say this all the time, but I only ever make comparisons when they're favorable. Um, so even if you guys aren't happy with the things I'm naming, I mean it as a compliment. Um, but there's a song that nobody knows but me apparently called In the Sun by Joseph Arthur. And it's just this beautiful building kind of, um, it's got that thing that I was trying to describe earlier. And it's like, if Nutshell, and in the sun had a baby um and the baby grew up and it was amazing it would be paradise i love this song um i do i just i get temple of the dog i get all kinds of stuff stuff that i love and i mean i from the first line it got me like it's such a great lyric you know i know you know i know you i love you well like it's it's such a great lyric like and and i love the way it flips I love the way I love everything. So I want to talk about this because we only have three songs from this band so far, guys. There's more coming, so don't cry. But the, the three ones will get you through for 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 quite a while. But like I I love this song so much. So talk to me about writing it, like the the lyrics, the whole thing. I just I need to know because it's it's just such a great song. Do, can you tell that I like it? I don't know. Are you? Is <laughs> Is it coming through? I, I do. I really do. I wish I, if you ever re-record this for any reason <laughs> and, you need, back and you need backup vocals for yeah. harmonies, I am, I am signing up. I will pay you to do it. But yeah. So, okay. So <laughs> talk, talk to me about this song. How did well, this one come into being? It's funny that you mentioned that because we will be re-recording it for an album version. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh so don't worry you don't have to have me do it i'll just i'll oh, sing no, it home I, alone i will it's signed like it's done <laughs> this is a, now a legal binding contract okay great <laughs> i'm in i'm, I'm, I'm here for it so okay so all right so good well that's exciting i will try not to pee myself but go ahead tell me the story tell me the story of this one because I, I really i mean i i i'm half half kidding but like i really i um I, I liked it right away, but the more I listen to it, the more I fall in love with it. And like, that's a tricky thing to pull off. A lot of times you will get tired of a song the more you hear it. This is the exact opposite thing for me. And I keep hearing wow. nuances and whatever. So I'm, I will let you answer the question, but I, I, I'm so curious, like, how'd you write it? What was the inspiration, all of that? So uh, I wrote this song, uh, Living in Florida. Uh, 
I was working for a company that uh, did kind of rent to own design. Okay. And uh, I was a general manager of a store that was two hours away from home. Ooh, that's a commute. So I lived there Monday through Saturday usually. Oh, wow. Okay. Because, you know, as a general manager, they were pretty high demand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. for your time. So I was working 16, 18 hours a day and then to drive back two hours. Yeah, that, that would have been it. Like, yeah, yeah, that would have been <laughs> and four hours back. of driving. You're done. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You're, you, you got like an hour of sleep and you're good. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, one night I was sitting there, uh, on a bean bag, <laughs> giant bean bag chair. Uh, cause I had no other furniture or no, it was an inflatable chair. Sorry. Uh, I just no downgraded considerably, and, but yeah. okay. All right. Was it like I, one I, of those hands or, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it was just one of those, like, just, you know, okay. Blow up chairs. Blow like up it was, chairs. There was nothing special. <laughs> we won't talk I, about what you did with the blow up chair after the yeah. lights went out. Oh, but okay, all right. So, there's some <laughs> so uh, edit, Greg. <laughs> so I, uh, I was just sitting there and I started kind of playing around and found this progression that started to speak to me. That mm. it was very. I mean, it's a very basic progression. Like, there's nothing real spectacular about that progression that I do. So. Uh, then all of a sudden I started singing along, you know, get out got a little melody going and then, uh, started writing out some lyrics. And then, uh, it was just, I don't know, one of those nights where it was kind of knew that my family was missing me, knew that I was missing them. And, you know, uh, the best way that I can express myself is through music. Mm -hmm. So that's, no, uh, I, I, oh, and I really, um, if the lyrics had been absolute shit, I still would have loved the song because it is just such a great, it's a great phrase. It's a great progression. Like it just builds in such a cool way. And your vocals are, I love the grit, you know, um, I get some Cornell vibes off of that from the vocals Ooh, i do i do i'm i'm not overstating it people you just heard the fucking <laughs> song like i really um it just does it for me it really does but the lyrics um and i was so happy that spotify had them you know um and so i'm sitting there and i'm like because I, I again i love anything that plays with language like that you know that i know you know i know and you know i know you know and like i and so i was already hooked with that but the imagery is so great, you know, the, the just the burning photo. There's like all this stuff to it that I really, um, that's just, it's so evocative. And it's interesting because it, it, you do a smart thing, whether it's intentionally or not, but the lyrics, they will guide you to an idea of what they're about, but it's not so specific that people can't overlay their own interpretation onto it, which makes it so much broader, you know, and I, that longing though that i mentioned that makes sense now because of how you it's in there it's baked in I, I fucking love this song i really do i'm sorry i really do because no i just i i i when i cannot stop singing something that's when i know that it's got me like and, and even if it's something that i wouldn't ordinarily be able or you know willing or like think i should sing on or whatever it's just like there's just the song is always in my head like since i started hearing it but like I, I so so given though that it was recorded in April, 
and our, our, our stellar friend here, Felipe, did not join you until June. This was obviously not a Felipe production. So what was the, <laughs> and I know that was true for Crozone too, but I'm assuming Felipe yeah. that you were on daily limit. Yes. No, no, no there's, I don't, is there a space? There's space limit? Limit. Oh yeah. No, no. Um, the, the <laughs> we're actually working on a recording right now where I may or may not be on it. Um, <laughs> he will be. <laughs> Wait, I, not. I have a mentor in Florida. His name's Kevin. Shout out. What's up, dude? <clears throat> okay. Um, but uh, specifically, do, do you mind if I say something about Daily Limit? Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, so when I tried out for the band, you know, I listened to Daily uh, not Daily Limit, I'm sorry. Crozone? Crozone and Paradise. That's what mm -hmm. was on. And um, I mean, obviously, I, I love both of them right away. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you know, I, I figure out how to play these songs. And then... Um, if I may, this this might be personal with your family. Is that okay? Um, so, in practicing, I love you know, these guys. I love these guys. <laughs> all the consent and the boundaries. I just I want to hug all of you. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, yes, you were, you were listening. You were practicing and daily. Yeah, like and I absolutely love the whole like broad appeal thing. Um, I think that's important to people. Like when someone list hears a song. And they they take meaning from it that's important yeah. to them yeah and they tie it to their own mm -hmm. life like that's amazing and that's why artists should be very careful about talking about like what the song's about and what led them to lead, yeah, led, them, led them led them yeah. to write the song um but uh from hearing it for myself it's like okay i i know owen like this is about him and his you know his family and his wife mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um a really touching moment that happened for me is a number of practices ago we were practicing it and you know we're in his house and you know his wife came in just kind of came in and kind of gave him a kiss and then walked out and i was like that makes absolute sense um i literally never brought this up to you but <laughs> I, it seems to me that the song means a lot to her mm. um and you know you know, Owen touched a little bit on, you know, his kids being old enough to take from his, for, uh, take care of themselves. His kids are amazing. His family's great. Um, there's a lot of authentic authenticity here um, mm. that I connect with and it makes me, you know, happy to be here. Um, so that was one moment that really stood out to me yeah. about this song. Um, yeah. And then another one was recently we had a show, um, in a small town in Montana, it was a battle <laughs> of the bands and, you know, you brought your entire family, uh, wife and kids and everything. Um, and we played that song and it's a super great song to play. It always gets a good reception, yeah. but I made a point of like watching his Aww. family to see how they reacted. And it was, it was emotional. Like I literally kind of welled up. Um, they, they, it, the song clearly means a lot to them. Um, clearly means a lot to his wife and watching his kids, watching him playing it for her. Like it, it's really powerful and, and beautiful. And I, it was awesome to be a part of it. Oh my God, Felipe, you were the sweetest thing ever. If you are actually single, it's not going to last for long after this airs, <laughs> dude. Like, it's going to be You're like, very you know, remote. 
no, I don't mean me. I'm married, but like, no, I know. No, no, I go. No, but listen, we have people all over the world. We have there were people will fly in from Wales for you at this point, Felipe. I don't care. That's happening. He wrote it. He's the source of the beauty. Yeah, but the way you talk about it is just as good. So okay, so no, I, I, but that I think. I love this too because, you know, a lot of bands, they will play stuff and they play it so much that it almost kind of becomes like wallpaper, right? Like you don't really notice it anymore. You just, you're playing it, whatever. And I love that. And I understand that you're newer to it, Felipe, but I get the sense that it's, this is not going to change with time for you guys, that you're really just in it with the music. And I think that one of the things that drew me to Aurora Fallen initially well, one thing was the very funny uh, Facebook posts. You guys, if you're not following them on Facebook, and shame on you if you're not, go do that right fucking right. now. I will wait. <laughs> All right. Um, but you, is, they're just so funny. Um, you know, and, and so th that was one thing. But um, I, I started looking into, um, you know, just your social media. And, you know, this show, we're huge on mental health i as a person am huge on mental health talking about it and protecting it and, and all of these things and i love how transparent you guys are about everything that you've been through everything that you know you care about and that you're supporting and that you're you're trying to get people to um feel safe and comfortable enough to talk about it and then you put it in the music you know and it's it's interesting because the the, the song that we picked to play tonight that I didn't at all heavily push for. And it was a totally um, band-based decision that had nothing yeah, to yeah. do with me. Yeah, very organic, yeah. right, exactly. Organic smashed roasted potatoes entirely. But um, no, it's, it is the only song of the three that doesn't expressly address mental health issues, right? And I mean, look, I mean, given what you talk about in Paradise, it still does, you know, because being apart from something that is your home or someone who is your home is, that's a mental health issue too. But, you know, Daily Limit and Crow's Own especially, um, very clear. So as much as or as little as or as not at all as you guys want to talk about just kind of, you know, the stories behind those songs, what brings you to, you know, being such advocates for mental health and, and, you know, being there for other people, go for it. <laughs> um, so Crowzone was the first one that I wrote right. about really specifically about my mental health and, uh, like I said, had gone through some serious life issues and um, it, it became too much to me yeah. at that point. Yeah. And I had a bottle of hydrocodone and a bottle of whiskey and drank down the entire bottle along with the pills. Mm -hmm. So when I sing about, you know, uh, waiting for the, the crow to fly, uh, it was basically just waiting for death to take me. 
Right. Um, it was a pretty scary night. I remember things were getting extremely dark and dim, and mm -hmm. that was when uh, my wife had come home and uh, found me and got me into the bathroom and got me to start expelling what I had mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, look, I, um, anybody who can be at that point and share that with people, um, because I think it's a point that a lot more people have been at than talk about having been at, um, you know, and then to put it into music and to put it into music in such a way where it's safe to to talk about or think about because it lets you in through the music. Um, it's such a generous thing to do and it's a brave thing to do. And um, I, I love that you, I hate that you were there, obviously. And I, you know, <clears throat> you know, having, having, you know, seen people through that kind of thing myself, I understand, you know, th th there's no way to really, talk about it and and express it unless you've been there but um the fact that you guys have taken the opportunity to encourage other people to share their stories and to you know be open about things and that you know you will be able to sit there on social media and make these videos and write these songs and just say hey look you know if this is where you are if this is what you're feeling if this is what you need you know, talk to somebody, reach out to somebody like that's, um, that's tremendous to me because it, it's anytime anyone takes their own pain and then they use it to help other people. Those are the best people in my opinion. Um, not that my opinion means all that much, but there it is. So, I mean, you, 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 you then wrote this years later, I assume. Uh, I wrote Crowzone maybe a few months later. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. okay. So, still, like, I was finding, I was trying to find a way to cope with what I had done. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, that's a lot to process. Yeah, yeah, and it was. I don't know. I uh, sat down uh, on my back porch one day and started messing around. Never really played with a capo too much. So I was kind of playing around with that. And then I found a progression that <clears throat> I liked. And then that kind of image came into my head as I was playing it hmm. and uh, started to write the lyrics and basically tried to kind of tell the story of what got me there. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So Phil, you're in the mix at this point, obviously. Um, so, you know, Owen comes to you with this song and your reaction was. <laughs> Funny thing is, is I can relate to it. Um, Cause uh, the, 
the idea that you re- that you reach that dark point in your life has been a reality for I know Felipe and I haven't talked about it, nor has uh, nor have I talked to Cole about it, but I know it's hit Owen and I both pretty hard in similar ways. Um, <clears throat> my first attempt at taking my own life was probably in the sixth grade. So um, yeah, <laughs> um, I was I was I was horribly abused as a child. Um, and uh, anyways, I kind of I remember that there was something going on. I think I brought home like some bad grades from the sixth grade or something like that, and lived right across the street from my school in California. And uh, it, there's something that just brings you to a point of complete failure when your own mother can scream some of the most horrendous shit you've ever heard at you and make you feel completely worthless. Mm. Other people can hear all this stuff from across the street from your house. And so it's just, it's humiliating. And uh, <clears throat> I remember I was up in my, uh, up in my bedroom and uh, you know, it was pretty much one of those things where you're sixth grade, you're emotional, you're crying and stuff like that. Your own mother's telling you to shut the fuck up, you know, and all this stuff. And uh, so um, I remember I had this, uh, this chunk of plastic and that pretty much it, you know, I shoved it down my throat and I was, I was choking to death. Oh, so Jesus. Okay. Um, yeah, it popped back up thankfully, but um, you know, and, and things have changed for me that day, you know, I was just like, okay, I got to be on my guard if this is going to continue and everything. And so, uh, the abuse need we say more continued probably until I got a little bit, until I got a little bit older and, and, you know, started bulking up a little bit, started lifting weights in high school and mm-hmm. stuff. Barely. Would you stop it? God dang it. <laughs> he had to take you to the gun show. I'm sorry, Phil. You bring it. You have to, you know, there's no that no go. Levity, yeah, levity, yeah. levity goes a long way in, in, in serious moments. I, I I hear it. Okay. So all right. So you, yeah. you decided to you decided to protect yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and then I got a little bit older and I mean, uh, so I, we talked about my addiction problems earlier and was I got my one and only DUI at, uh, I think it was 23 years old. And, um, when you're in the state of California, it's not easy to recover from that, especially a small town. Like I'm from, oh, okay. uh, they'll keep kicking you down the hill until there's nothing left. And, uh, so, you know, you're trying to go to your drunk driving classes, trying to work, trying to raise money, pay your fines off and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I spent the night and, you know, I, I think by the time I had left California, I'd already been to jail three times. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I just kept trying to get better and I just couldn't. It was like, good God, I, I need help, yes. you know? And so um, eventually I kind of came to a, re- you know, I was a single father. My oldest daughter is now 20 years old. Um, and uh, anyways, um, I kind of got to a point where it's like, you know, I, I really can't afford anything because I mean, you know, my referral system, my referral source for the job I was working dried up. I mean, I wasn't hardly making any money mm. living off of unemployment to try to supplement the rest of it. I'm driving a 94 geo Metro that barely freaking runs. Okay. Uh, and uh, so again, it's just one of those things. I mean, and, and not to mention, I mean, I'm drunk almost every night. Uh, thank you. Addiction. Um, and uh, so <clears throat> Remember, there it was. I scrounged together enough money for a hose, and so you know where this is going. Yeah. Um, so I tried again, and uh, I remember kind of like Owen said, you know, I mean, st- things started getting dark. I was really lightheaded and everything like that. Mm. You know? um, and uh, the freaking car shut off. It just stopped. Like, I don't know if I ran out of gas or whatever, but there was some part of that I just did not plan properly. <laughs> uh, good. <laughs> so, good. Uh, good. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, you know, I have enough money for I love you so much, man. <laughs> that is so on brand. <laughs> well, if I only had enough money for a hose, who the hell said I could put gas in my car? You know, if you're going to do something, do it the right way, right? Anyway, so I'm sorry. If I would have been there... I don't mean to make a joke about it. No, but, you know, no. Listen, you know what? I, I, Gallo's humor is is a good refuge for a lot of people, and I understand that. And and I well, things look, like that I mean, they get you through the mental health portion. That's of this, it. So, and I and I mean, you know, if if you can't if you can't take a moment around something like this, it it gets very intense. Don't apologize. I'm uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. So okay. So it's the car that. just the car just stops. The car. The car was 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 team team Phil. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it was okay. on my side. Need we say more? Uh, so so was my checkbook, evidently. But um, anyway, so uh, <clears throat> so I survived that one. I was like, okay, I gotta quit this whole taking my life thing because it's not working very well. Um, and uh, you know, there's just got to be something better out there. And so mm-hmm. um, need we say more? Uh, I was talking to a girl at the time, go figure, had my priorities straight. Um, later married her, we're now divorced, long story, but that's okay. Um, anyways, uh, so um, uh, I, I was talking to her and, and Montana became topic and I'm like, you know, if I could just get out of California, I could get my shit together and mm-hmm. right. I, could, I could do this. And so um, a lot of things went through my head at that time. I'm still a single father. I have a daughter in California, you know, yeah. and she is my everything. I mean, I was still a good father despite the problems that I was facing mentally. Be, um, be, being being an addict and having mental health issues does not keep yeah. you from being a good parent. I'm right there. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. You guys so, are close still. What's that? You guys are close. Exactly. No, we're extremely close. I've met her. Yeah. And I'm new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways, uh, so yeah, I bring her up. To, you know, she's in college in California, doing great. She's a CNA. I mean, I'm I'm so I'm so freaking proud of her. You know, mm-hmm. Mackenzie, I love you, baby. If you hear this, um, anyways. Uh, so we all uh, love you. We love you too. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> um, yeah, to all you Mackenzies out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Uh, um, <laughs> okay, so, uh, so all the this is what they were talking about. about her daughter. I apologize on behalf yeah. of Aurora Falling. You're, 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 you're doing talk, great. <laughs> we talked about this beforehand. You, you did warn her that I was like, you know, talking to him funny. So. They did. They 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 said, you know, anytime Phil talks, you're going to have to just edit it out. That's what I was told. So. Um, no, <laughs> it's warming up now. So, anyways, my... Uh, um, but anyways, you know, I mean, I, had, I went through a lot trying to figure out, okay, so what are the pros and cons here? I leave California... Um, I go get my shit together. Do mm-hmm. I come back to California afterwards? Well, I never did. So I maintained a good relationship with my daughter from a distance. I know there's a lot of people that are probably going to disagree with my decision to do that. However, keep in mind, I work my ass off. So that way I could maintain that relationship with her and still bring her to Montana and all that. Uh, you, you have I paid nothing, my child support. Yeah, uh, no, no. You have nothing to defend or explain. Your, your daughter is the only person whose opinion on that matters and she's good with it. So did yeah. fuck what anybody else thinks. That's, that's not of, of concern um, in the, in the slightest, not the slightest. Exactly. And so, you know, I remember, um, you know, I, I know I'm kind of taking the floor here, but you know, I mean more since we're on the topic of mental health, it's, yeah. uh, when I, when I finally was able to turn my back on drinking, I remember my youngest daughter, who is going to be 11 here in a couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. she, uh, you know, I remember just 
feeling like a complete failure. I got pulled over for a taillight and found out my license was suspended because of an old warrant I had out for my arrest in California, of all places. Oh, wow. So, uh, anyways, yeah, you can't run from your past. It's going to catch you. Um, and so, uh, I, I guess for what it's worth, um, I didn't realize that, but it was one of those times where I was like, okay, I'm tired of running. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't realize that I was in any kind of trouble. I mean, I got my... I had had my fines paid off and stuff like that. I'd started right. a business. I mean, I'd, right. I at that point had been married. I'd created another life and all that and uh, right. had a house. I mean, I, life was good. I mean, it was really good. I mean, just a complete and total 180 from where I was years before. Right. Um, and uh, anyways, so um, I remember I, I, I was reading her a book and some there was something I really wish I could remember what book it was because it just it brought me to tears and then uh, you know, I don't know how religious we get, but really, I mean, it was the first time I'd actually prayed, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I actually hit my knees and I was like, okay, if there's a God out here, I need help. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm so sick of this shit. I'm tired of being addicted to alcohol. I'm tired of it running my life and all that stuff. And, yeah. uh, at that point it was like, AA didn't work for me. Um, I didn't really it go doesn't to work for a lot of people and it works yeah. for some. I mean, That's, yeah. yeah. God bless them and everything like that. That's great. If it yeah. works for you, please yeah. continue going, you know, addiction's a serious problem and whatever it is, that's going to help you overcome that. That's it. Whether it's, whether it's AA or the support of a friend or whatever, get that mm -hmm. help. You know, mm -hmm. um, for me, it wasn't AA. It was when I got back into church and stuff like that, that I, I found, I found where my faith belonged, if you will. Mm -hmm. I always call myself a struggling Christian. Yeah, I got a potty mouth and all that stuff. But <laughs> anyways, uh, <clears throat> so, you know, it's uh, it was the first time I'd actually prayed, and then all the cravings and everything went away because I was so bad. I mean, you couldn't trust me going into your bathroom out of fear I was going to drink your mouthwash, mm -hmm. you know, uh, mm -hmm. or rubbing alcohol. I always like to say that stuff burned like hell, but it got the job done. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's amazing mm -hmm. I still have a lipper after everything I've done. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, so, you know, I mean, I kind of reached that point and, uh, you know, for me, um, it all went away. I went back and I faced the music. I turned myself in on that old warrant, came back with a lot of fines. It was really bad. Um, and, uh, oddly enough, I had to stand in front of the same judge that I was in front of several times and she was older than most possible, believe me. Uh, so, um, anyways, uh, um, Let's see. So yeah, after, after that, I mean, just the cravings went away. I spent, I, I think in addition to running my business, I got another job and I turned around and I used, uh, used what I brought from the other job that I was working at night to pay off my fines. My family was super supportive. Um, and, uh, once I got that all taken care of and I finally had a driver's license again, I was like, oh, yeah, man. it was, just, it was just, it was so cool because I mean, yeah. I guess I like to turn around and say, you know, I mean, men mental health wise, I mean, you know, get that help, get the support and everything like that. Because when you have that help and that support, you can mental health or not, you can overcome anything. Um, That's right. No. And, and, and I think that you, you, you've all said some things, a lot of things that are really important. And I think one of the hardest things is that, and, and I've seen this too, with, with people that I love where, you know, you, I, first of all, I don't believe anybody becomes addicted to anything without trauma. Like I, that, I've said that a million times that trauma is the gateway drug, whether yeah. it's abuse or it's, you know, PTSD. If you're in the military, if you've, you know, had parents that, you know, were not keeping you safe the way they should have, if you had a bad marriage or you had an assault or, or some, whatever it is, like there's, <laughs> there's always assault. There's always um, trauma you know, at the root of it for every single person that I know, um, who's, who's, who's 
ended up in any form of addiction or any kind of self-destructive behavior. And I think one of the hardest things about it is that, you know, society is kind of set up to punish people who end up being addicted, who end up, you know, making mistakes out of that trauma. And then exactly what you were just saying, Phil, about like, you know, you, you turn things around, you get your life together. And then you said, you know, you can't outrun your past. It always catches up with you. The thing is like, fuck that in that way though, because like you really should have not had to have continued to pay penance for something when everything that you had to fight to get out of was way worse than any fine or any anything be, being trapped in your own loneliness your own addiction your own trauma that's there's no prison that's worse than that so i mean it it it, it, it pisses me off how addicts are treated in this society it does and i'm not going to get off on a tangent with that but i mean enough people watching and listening have either been there firsthand or or love somebody who has and and watched it but i mean you guys all have this commitment to each other, obviously, which I mean, I love. I'm, I'm listening to you talk and I'm looking at the way that you guys are looking at each other and patting each other. And I just, I, I adored you guys even more than I did before I met you. I do. No, because, no, look, that's so important though. It's so important because it, for, for men especially to be able to talk about their feelings to be able to cry, to be vulnerable, to to talk about being lost and 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 needing something and needing help and to ask for help. Society doesn't teach us that either, right? So like to have three strong men who are sitting here who have been through hell and back and are talking about it and using it to help other people. Fuck man, like I like I might as well become your manager at this point because <laughs> But no, but I mean like I really I, I I think that that's it's so beautiful and it's so healing, you know, because that's it's it's we come back to that idea of safety. You know, it's being physically safe, but it's also being emotionally safe that you could sit there and say, "You know what? Like I'm having a hard day today." you know, today, today's not a good day. And rehearsal becomes about talking that through instead of sitting and playing the music, you know, or you know what, I had a hard day, I really need this music right now. And you just play the fuck out of everything. You know what I mean? And like that you guys have that and that you have each other. And again, that you are giving it back to people, you know, to write a crow's own is a really brave fucking thing to do. To tell people while you wrote it is at least as brave as that. And then to to sit there and and then write an, a, a you know a song like Daily Limit where right smack on Spotify you the whole time you're listening to that song what are you staring at nine eight eight nine eight eight you need something you need you are not in a good place you are struggling you are nine eight call somebody talk to somebody reach out to I mean even in that moment where you could have had a band picture you could have done something self promotional you chose to reach out and I love that. And, and I, th- I know that this entire community is gonna love it too. But I mean, it is a lot to have gone through. I mean, <laughs> Felipe, I don't even know, and I'm, I'm not asking unless you want to be like, I don't even know what your, your story is relative to this, but just between the two of you, and I imagine Cole has his own story. And I mean, you know, Owen too, <laughs> you, you mentioned it very, you know, briefly about, you know, being in the Marines that's a whole other thing. I'm not going to presume to, to know, but I mean, I, I have known and loved and had family members who are Marines who are active military, who, you know, were in the, 
And there's a lot baked into that too, you know? So, I mean, like you guys are, you guys are this beautiful dichotomy of strength and vulnerability, which are really the same thing to me. And then, and then to be able to make music that just fucking kicks ass on top of it, like it's you, you've hit all my favorite buttons in this th situation. Like it's like all the things that I love. It's like really great music, great lyrics. You see while I'm still around. <laughs> What'd you, do you say? see why I love it here? Like. I do. Yeah. I do. Now that I'm in the band, I totally get it. No, <laughs> no, but I mean, but I really, and, and, and again, like I, you know, I think, you know, when you play Crow's Own, is that at a point now, since it's not that long, if I'm doing the math correctly, Owen, on everything that's happened here, um, is that therapeutic at this point? Is it hard? Does it depend on the night? Is it, where are you with, with it? Because that, that's that's a lot to step back into every time you play something. Yeah, uh, it depends on the night. Absolutely. Um, so the 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 photo that we used for Daily Limit um, on Spotify, well, everywhere. Anyway, <laughs> um, so that photo was actually taken. Uh, when was that? Stillwater. At Stillwater, yeah. Stillwater, yeah. So we had done a show out in a town called Zorky, Montana. And uh, we actually have the Aurora Fallen stage there. They built it. We built it. We built it. <laughs> Fantastic. All town Montana, you build yep. your own stages. <laughs> or GTFO. So, <laughs> so, uh, so that uh, the photo that we're using was actually taken that night. And I... Saying maybe two thirds of the lyrics that night. Mm -hmm. uh, it just, it was just one of those nights it hit and fucking um, hit. <laughs> it did. It did. So the cool thing about Crow's Own is, um, yeah, daily limit. Daily limit. <laughs> um, so it's just Cole and Owen playing it live. And okay. so Phil and I get the opportunity to kind of step off stage and kind of just you know, it's watch right it. Yeah. Just yeah. watch like anyone else. And yeah, um, it's probably a little different because we know what he's singing about and we know right. what it means to him, but man, that fucking night, like it, like um, that it's happened <clears throat> twice now that, you know, gotten emotional while playing with these dudes. And mm -hmm. uh, that was a, a really powerful moment. And there were a handful of people that shared that with us and it was um, memorable for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where the picture came from. Like it was mm -hmm. from his incredibly like, I, I, I mean, so sure. I, I'm, I'm not terribly seasoned as a musician, but I've watched a lot of people, you know, share their art and their passion. And um, I'd be hard pressed to think of a moment where I saw someone being more vulnerable and more open about what they were going through. Like it was, it was on display and it was, powerful and it was beautiful and it, like it was another <laughs> like really memorable moment mm. and where the picture's from. I was talking about that on a radio interview we did not too long ago so one thing Excuse that Excuse me, I, who told you it was okay to talk to other people? We'll call you next time. I, I'm Thank sorry. you. Uh, don't hold it against me. Okay, <laughs> fine. Or, or, any, or any of us for that matter. Um, <laughs> 
Maybe maybe uh, Cole because he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, yeah, that's Cole, Cole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was um no. So one one way that I didn't bring up that Owen and I connect on. Um, let's get back to Daily Limit here and that performance at Stillwater was like Owen and I just we were exhausted already. You know, I mean, we we literally went out the the day before him and I we we took that truck ride and I mean it's like fifty miles roughly. So we're just talking the whole time and having a great time. You know and um bought all these materials and stuff. And, uh, you know, we're going out there to build this stage and him and I, we worked, we worked by headlight for a little while, just trying to get this thing built. And, uh, anyway, so, you know, we got that really good connection right there because now they can have music out there anytime they want to, because we put a stage out there. Um, anyways, uh, so, but what was kind of neat about that was that there was so much connection on so many levels, because one thing that I traditionally have been doing every single time that we play or they, they play daily limit and Felipe and I get to spectate is, uh, you know, right after it's been tradition of mine and it's come naturally. It's not something that I've had to do. It's like, I go up and I bro hug Owen right after the, right after the yeah. performance. And the reason for that, there's actually a reason for that now. And I, I mean, after we've talked about what the song actually means, um, is because, uh, I don't know if you want me to spill the beans here or not, but uh, I will say that my father fell victim to suicide. Um, and uh, so this is the same one that I was telling you before had got me the, the bongos and connected to music and stuff like that. Yeah. He was a horrible human being. It turned out that there were a lot of skeletons in his closet, but again, let's talk mental health for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, so um, he had a lot of problems and everything like that. And so um, he eventually, <laughs> we go across on same thing, pills and alcohol and he, and, and it, it took him. So uh, he's been gone now for probably, probably about the time I've lived in Montana. So about 15 years now or so, okay. but that's where Owen and I connect. Um, as far as what that song means, I'm not going to spill the beans on that one because that's yeah. o- that's Owen's story to tell. Well, and, um, and, I, and I, yeah, I think that's a good place to do because we've talked about Crow's own. We haven't we've mentioned Daily Limit, but we haven't gone too much into the lyricism of that. So again, as much yeah. or as little, and guys, that that's another. I mean. it's three for three with this band right i mean like you've heard paradise you've already heard me like orgasmically rant about it or whatever fine and then you know like crozone um you know i mean the 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 vocals are so gritty on that one you know there's all that buzzy sort of distortion and the bridge is so intense in that song and the build to the outro like it just yeah it just punches you right in the stuff yeah i remember that show that we were talking about in stillwater though i mean i as far as the performance goes the you know sitting back spectating with Felipe, uh, uh, Owen's performance. Um, it was hard to tell what was happening right there. And I mean, that Mm. sounds kind of, that sounds kind of strange, but like, I couldn't tell if he was so emotional that his voice was just cracking to pieces right there. Mm -hmm. Or if, uh, I mean, I guess that's probably the best way I can describe it was Mm. he was pouring like literally his soul into that performance. Mm. It was, it was crazy. And I'd never heard him sing like that before, Mm. you know, we were doing, I mean, 2021, we've been doing Aurora Fallen for two and a yeah. half years now. And uh, I had never heard him sing like that. And I've heard this dude sing tons of times, millions mm-hmm. of times, you know. And this one performance was just, ins- it was so insanely good. You know, I didn't have a choice. That's where the bro hug came in because I, could, mm-hmm. I didn't have a choice. I mean, his performance was just beyond, it was touching. <laughs> well, and and that and I mean that's um, when when you're impressing the people that you play with all the time, <laughs> you right. know you've done something quite right because um, and I think that's as much down to 
Owen's talent and who you guys are as people. Because, I mean, if, if there's one thing that is just glaringly obvious from every single thing that the three of you have said so far tonight and we're, we're not done um so you don't get to go anywhere but like it's <laughs> just that 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 there's no artifice in this band at all like you know felipe you mentioned authenticity and i mean that's it that that's the whole thing for me anything that is authentic and anything that fosters connection like is doing everything it needs to do whatever format that takes you know whether it's loaded and smashed or roasted or whatever like as long as it's you know whatever gets people to connect and i think that that what it sounds like and i don't want to confuse everybody because we keep almost talking about daily limit and crozone interchangeably because lyrically they are and thematically very similar um in terms of what they're talking about but you know this particular performance um it sounds like that was you owen just connecting to your own music and your own story and your own experience. And like, I, I know that, you know, mostly, you know, Vox and Sticks, we do covers. Um, right. But, you know, when I'm, when I've sung my originals in the past, you know, and I'm, I, and I really start paying attention in the moment to what it is that I'm singing about, like what I wrote, and, and it, I go back in that place in my head, it is different, right? Like you, there's just something in that where it's almost like you're hearing your own music as if you didn't write it, but you're living in the moment that you wrote it in at the same time. And it's that weird out of body thing. And yeah. so, you know, I can only imagine in that moment where sometimes those feelings must get so big but they're big in the rear view mirror instead of right in front of you. Like when it happened and it's, it's, that's a mind fuck man. Like, right. Like that there's just so much in that, that you have to parse and process and that it's still <clears throat> raw enough that you feel it and you're in it and you remember it. And then you're also moving past it and processing it and, you know, getting farther away from it. But like, it sounds to me like when I hear Phil and Felipe describe that performance that's what it makes me feel and i'm curious because the guys have talked about it but i haven't heard from you um what that moment was really like like more specifically so i mean you know you're on stage and, and why don't you actually get into a little bit before we even do that daily limit and specifically what that one's about relative to because we talked about paradise and crow zone in more detail if you can so, find the question in that, God bless you, Owen. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I just asked you, but I know it was important. So. I got you. I got you covered. It's Thank fine. you. <laughs> um, it's because I'm in the band now. We just have yeah, this thing, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. we just yeah, yeah, yeah. we just we're, we're vibing. So go ahead. <laughs> so uh, so Cole had kind of disappeared in 2022 like a david copperfield thing yeah. or just like he david copperfield levitated like gone he, <laughs> so oh. like i you know uh was messaging him you know like hey man like just checking to see if you're gonna be able to make practice you know yeah just you know where are you <laughs> yeah didn't get anything back from him for a couple of months and then finally one day i was just like hey man like 
if there's something like going on in your life, I totally respect that. And if you need somebody to talk to, like I'm here. Mm. And he replied back okay. and he's like, I'm sorry, man. I've been going through a lot of shit. And I said, I get that. He's, I said, you know, better than anybody that I get that. Right. So uh, I was like, I mean, why don't you come over on Sunday and, you know, I mean, even if we don't play, if you just want to talk, whatever, like yeah. we'll just hang out. Yeah. And uh, he came in and uh, told me what was going on. And he had actually gone through about, uh, well, like a three month blackout from alcohol and battling addiction himself. And mm -hmm. um, he said, you know, but I'm doing a lot better now than I was, you know, but, you know, I appreciate everything. <laughs> and he said, and I wrote this coming out of it. And he started playing this guitar part. Hmm. And I was like, we need to write this fucking song right now. Yeah. Like right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I set up my Zoom recorder and uh, said, you know, just start playing. I'm going to read a list of titles to you. And as soon as one like hits with you, tell me. Okay. And I started reading a list of titles to him. And the last one that I read was Daily Limit. And he goes, that's the one. And I said, great. <sighs> I didn't have any lyrics. All I had was a list of titles. And these were just titles that you had come up with at some point. Just random. To write yep. songs for. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I said, okay, well, do me a favor. Just start, you know, keep playing and uh, let's see what happens. And I was really just trying to record and capture the guitar part. And mm -hmm. then I started hum along to get a mm -hmm. melody to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> pretty much every lyric that you hear in daily limit, I sang straight through. Okay. With no, like there was no pre-planning, no pre-writing. It was, and I, you know, after we got done recording it, I like it. it it's funny. Cause like I, I'll, I'll occasionally listen back to the original recording just because yeah. and, uh, ever yeah. do that. and he goes, <laughs> like at, right at the very end you know i was like you know kind of humming what i wanted him to do on the guitar to close the song out mm -hmm. and when he played the last note i go yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was just like it was just one of those moments where i don't know it was like honestly it felt like something else took over my body yeah because i've never had that happen before in my entire life mm -hmm. like, out of the dozens of songs that i've written it's all, I've always worked for those lyrics. You know, there's always been a process that I've had to follow to get to those lyrics. Oh, I fucking love this band so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know what, though, Owen, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm gonna because you were talking and it made me think of things. And I, 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 I think I, I have always believed that people who are sensitive and I know that's used as a negative in a lot of instances, but I never, ever mean it that way. Um, being a sensitive person myself, raising sensitive children, being married to a sensitive person, like, oh, you know. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a whole party up in here sometimes, but like, um, we cannot watch Never Ending Story, but no, but like, I mean, but 
it um i think that what happens is that there's this the, some people are just the membrane between the world and our experience of it and like our ability to protect ourselves is very thin and i think that it leaves us open to a lot of trauma a lot of pain a lot of heartache but i think it also allows a lot of creative ways to process that and expressive ways to to communicate that that maybe people who are more protected but more closed off can't access i'm talking out of my ass a little bit but as you're, you're not. okay no, you're but but like as i'm listening to you thank you my my felipe um it, it, but as i'm listening to you owen i'm i i'm resonating with you so hard because song lyrics I, I i've never really had that experience i fight for every single word too but when i when i write poetry sometimes like I, and, and i'll just go ahead and share it and i'm not meaning to be self-referential it's just you you i'm i'm feeling you guys so hard in this moment which i, I i'm going to trust you understand i'm not trying to make it about me but like i had a very very late miscarriage before i had my my child my children and um i was kind of processing all of that and i sat down and i wrote a poem one day and it, it literally just poured out of me i had no idea like it was just it, it was like what you just said it kind of wrote itself and i every time I, I i come back to that every october when it's you know pregnancy loss month or whatever i like to post it and share it so that people know that they can come to me if if they go through that or anything like that because it's the same with you know with anything talking about something is the way to keep you healthy around it or to save you from it you know and and not enough people make space for that enough not enough people take space for that so it's like whatever you know that's part of why i love you guys so much because you're so clearly committed to doing that but every time i go back and i look at that poem and i'm like how did that happen like where did that come from you know and it's i know that feeling and i think that it comes from the fact that you and cole and F phil and and felipe too i mean you're very only technically new <laughs> that's merely a chronological issue felipe yeah. and in terms of your place in this band i think it that there's a reason that they never had a bass player that worked out before it was they were waiting for you but Still like, me. yeah but but i mean it it's you guys are you're open you're just you're open all of you you're open emotionally you're open you know vocally about it you're open musically and i think that that's part of what when i listen especially to paradise i'm i'm experiencing it's that and it's in all of the songs it's in all three of them there's just so much raw emotion honesty and pain and hope which is an interesting combination you know and 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 the fact that the music is here and that you're here to make it is hopeful you know even if the subject of the song that you're singing at the time is incredibly dark and it was at the point where it, it almost stopped everything and i anytime i get to you know, sometimes you listen to music or you watch movies that you know are going to make you cry and upset you. Or am I the only fucked up person that does that? Like, do you know what? I, like, that's what I mean. Where it's that cathartic thing, you know. And you guys, what you're doing with your music is such a gift. 
I mean, and it would be even if nobody knew any of this, people who listen and, and don't watch this interview and they go out or they're not paying attention to the lyrics, it's still a gift because it's just good music. And I always think good music is a gift. But there's so much passion in it. And it is something that is past the sonic nature of it. It's past the lyrical nature of it. It is just baked into the DNA of the music. And I geek out on that so fucking hard because it doesn't happen all that often. And I'm blessed enough to be able to do this show where I have said things like this to other bands before. And I only ever say it when it's true. I only ever say anything when it's true. I don't, I, I don't lie. What's the point of lying? Right. But like, but you guys just, um, you need to make more music. Cause I, need, I need it. Like I need more. And I mean, now again, that I'm in the band and I'm managing it, you know, we'll be, we'll be. <laughs> <crap. Yeah. laughs> but, but like, but, but I mean like, so I know you've got monster, right ode to johnny coming yep. up so you've got some stuff in the works but like i i think that when everybody listens to aurora fallen which is your homework for the week everyone watching and listening um you know and go and like them follow them subscribe all the things they're everywhere okay love up the music love up the band but 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 <clears throat> you know if you guys hear this stuff and you experience the way i do share it with them you know, tell the, tell these guys, you know, tell these guys, because it is a lot to, to put this and all of yourself into what you're making and to put that out in the world and to use it to help other people is beautiful, but it's still hard. That's hard. And being on stage and singing that and, you know, thinking of where you were in those moments and thinking of where your friend was in those moments or those moments that make you think of your dad or a friend that you knew or someone that, you know what I mean? Like it's hard and, and, and music like this special and it's such a wasted word, you know, it's been diluted and it's been mocked and it's been, but, but music that is genuinely special like this where it is so real and authentic and powerful and passionate and and evocative and emotive like that like it's hard it's hard to do that it's hard to make that it's hard to perform it it's hard to put it out there and i don't mean to speak for you and i guess i am but i mean uh, if, and if i'm wrong please correct me but i mean i i feel like you you know the more you hear, and it was a big part of why I wanted to to have you guys on the show, was to be able to say this to you, like to thank you for what you're making. Because it's, and, and I don't even mean like, you know, just because, I, you know, it's it's about mental health and that's so important. And, and, and I don't even mean just being so honest and sharing your stories the way you are. And that's important too. But I mean like just that, thank you for how what you do makes me feel. Like that's big. And I, I never, as much music as I listen to, you know, I never, ever take that for granted. You know, something that, that um, uh, music that makes me feel safe enough to listen to it and grieve with you or process with you or, or be in pain with you or be uncomfortable with you. Like it, that's a, that's a, that's a magic trick to me, you know? And, and I, and I wanted to be able to say that to you guys because what you're doing is all of it is tremendous, you know? So, so guys, really, when you listen to this band, 
if and I know that I know some of you watching right now, you know, I'm, I'm besties with so many of you watching right now. And I know how many of you are going to resonate with this. Tell them that. Give that back. Give that back to them because we need to support each other right so i'm babbling and i'm sorry but like i i really um fantastic you haven't lost my interest (laughs) (laughs) give me time because you know then we're going to start talking about macrame or whatever but no but i i really i just um you know and and i i i i do want to know what 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 is next so talk to me about you know because monster is owed to johnny so way lighter okay Really? Is it really? Right? Are you fucking with me? Like, no, no, no. I, <laughs> okay. That's not true. I'd love to know it because that okay. has that would change how I approach it. So I so monster is obviously everybody knows her versus Depp, right? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. It is a Johnny Depp ode? That's the Johnny? That's oh Johnny. my god. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, so we're we're writing a song about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard debacle. You've got to tell me that I need the tea on this one because what the actual fuck, Owen? <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm I'm up for I I I I'm, I bought in completely with you guys at this point, so I'm in for it. But I gotta know what the hell happened there. Where, where did that come from? So, I. <laughs> He's like, wait, let me think of a story that will remotely make sense here. <laughs> okay. okay, so uh, let's go back. All right, so during the uh, her her death trial, okay, okay. Uh, there's a uh, singer songwriter uh, local to us that uh, by the name of Jeff George, who is an amazing musician. Okay. Um, Chicago blues. I mean, like he is, he is a legit soulful guy. Okay. And um, I went over to his place one day cause we had been trying to line up for months to just kind of get together and just jam. Okay. And I wanted to just learn from him. Like, you know, so we're sitting there and we're playing and he asked me to, you know, play a couple of songs and I played and like, you know, we just kind of, jam together mm-hmm. for a little bit and then uh he was like i mean like is there something that you're working on that you want to try to workshop with me and i was like yeah man actually like that would be super cool okay uh so i just left my house where the herd depth trial was on showed up to his house where the herd depth trial was on and we're down in the basement jamming and i started playing a chord progression i was like this is kind of the idea that i have and i was like you know but i'm having a hard time figuring out where to go from here and i was like you know do you think that this kind of a progression would sound cool if i transition to that and he was like fuck all that dude just like just stick to those two chords okay just change it up do some variations and like it'll be cool (laughs) i was like okay So I, that's what I did. And, uh, you know, it turned into this little train beat and, you know, uh, during the chorus, opening it up, just making it just sound fuller versus what I was doing before with the palm muting, getting a little some ghost notes to happen and stuff like okay. that. And I was like, okay, now what the fuck do I write to this song? <laughs> and all of a sudden it just hit me. I was like, you know what? I mean, 
with everything going on, you know, like, why not, you know? So I wrote this song. It took me, you know, a little while. It wasn't like the uh, Daily Limit where it just kind of flowed out, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I worked for these lyrics. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to say, if you were resonating as hard yeah. with this one as I would yeah, be yeah. a little bit worried about you, Owen. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. How invested are you? Yeah, I mean, like, are you okay? You're like, no, I'm not okay. But, but um, the thing oh, is, is okay. like, you know, like, so, you know, there's this stigma that spousal abuse only happens to women. Right. Right. And... And it's a gross misconception. Yes. Right. So I wanted to try to bring that a little bit more into light. Okay. So like the opening line, you know, chasing the bottom of every bottle. Right. Like that was a lot of what she talked about in the trial was that how he was always getting drunk and he was always taking drugs and he was always doing this and he was always doing that. And it was out of his mind. So it was really, you know, like taking basically what she was saying and like turning it into his perspective from what he was saying, but not as blatantly. Okay. okay. You know? Yeah. To, I mean, to, to full disclosure, I am, I, I think the only person on the planet that didn't watch any of that. Um, but I, 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 I gathered that it was very, it was, it was very tricky to figure out culpability and all of that. So, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that, okay. So, so is it like, do you say anywhere besides in the title what it's about or is it more taking the themes and it's more general and it's kind of focused on that idea of, you know, it's not always the, you know, I mean, not the, that there are only two kinds of, you know, relationships, but like in a, in a, in a man and a woman being married, it's not only the woman that can be the victim, it can be the man. Like, what, is it, and is it light? Because how would you make that light? Because Felipe, <laughs> Felipe, I feel like Felipe kind of, kind of, yeah, I'm so. like. <laughs> so, so the chorus is. Uh, I thought it was about Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, in a way, I guess. There, there, is, there are Pirates of the Caribbean references. <laughs> okay. I swear. I've there, oh, there, is, there is. There is. I'm sorry, I swear. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So it's like. <laughs> this I have to tell you, I'm sure it's great. This sounds like the weirdest fucking song, but like, okay, so so how okay, are there so, pirates? Okay, so how, how, do, how do I incorporate uh, Pirates of the Caribbean into and spousal abuse? Yeah, to make that abuse. make yeah, okay. sense for me, Owen. Um, because right now, over here. <laughs> let's see here. Uh, <laughs> to get this off a dead man's chest, this dead man will tell no tale. Okay, finding your words in one last breath. Proving your lies as Macbeth. Ooh, okay. I, I, I hear, okay. I hear it in my head. It's a jam. okay. So it, it is, it is. The references aren't like, you know, um, you don't literally mention Captain Jack Sparrow. No, no. It's just, it's, it's, it's <laughs> say, allusions pirate, right? to the pirates ride. Yeah, but it's allusions yeah. to it. It's yes. broader. It's more lyrical. Okay, that makes a little and, bit more sense. Okay, I so. Mean, like, he okay. was supposed to be in more Pirates of the Caribbean, right? And, and then wasn't because of because of the trial, right? Okay, look right. at you. So see, it's dude, you're like you know, it's like the yeah. <laughs> you find the inspiration where you can. Well, but you know what though? I mean, like that—that's actually though. Um, 
as weird as it as it sounds in the telling, once you've you've got all the information, it actually does make sense. So I, but that's interesting because it 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 also tells me that you seem to to see things, Owen, in in maybe a different way than other people do looking at the same thing. You know, if that sounded like an insult, it, it's no, not. But I, 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 I as compliment because it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and again, as as a neurodivergent person, that's like literally my entire life. So I I can completely understand that. But like, it's it's I I love that you because I mean, for a split second when you're telling the story about being in the basement or whatever, and I'm like is this literally going to be like an Amber God on do the stand? And she would, and I'm like, Oh God, no, he's not going to write that. So, but like, I'm now that I'm hearing what it is, I'm seeing how you took all of that, put it in the little Owen mental blender and then came out with something that's probably actually quite, um, profound. Yeah. That's a good, that's a very, I was going to say powerful, but I like profound better. So, okay. So, so it's, lighter in the sense that at least it's not it's as no, directly personal right yes. it's yeah. okay but felipe do, do you want to change your final answer on that or phone a friend <laughs> now or <laughs> oh i mean like relatively speaking to what we've been talking about yeah. like this is yeah. light. yeah 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 but yes i mean yeah like it, it, they're, they're, I, I love i love okay so <laughs> i played in cover bands i'm sure you know you mentioned that um yeah being a part of this and being able to be part of a creative process where not only is it creative in like, you know, what chords are we playing and, you know, minor key, major key, you know, mm -hmm. for all my non-musical friends like I am, um, <laughs> all that is awesome and super fun. Um, mm -hmm. But like knowing that doing that to meaningful content is, right. it, it, you know, it, it's, it's super fun. And, um, e even the stuff that's like not terribly <clears throat> profound, relatively speaking, it's, it's like still I mean, saying something. Yeah. Sure, man, we're, we're talking about spot, you know, yeah. less ideal spousal marital relations, which is yeah. something yeah. that a lot of people, you know, that that's incredibly potent in our life. And, and it's also on brand for you guys because it's yet another way of shedding light on things that need light on them that don't often get that light right so i mean it's it's it it, it fits for you um and and i think that um i i i gotta ask because you know you guys describe yourselves as a blues rock band right and it's interesting. I don't know that I necessarily would have said that, although I don't know what I would have said instead. Um, right. <laughs> you should ask the poll. Yeah, that's about it. There's a debate going on yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, I really, you know, because I hear some alt rock, I hear some grunge, I hear some blues, like especially Daily Limit, I hear more of a bluesy influence there, you know, but I mean... It, you know, again, I it's it. I don't care. Like, the, it doesn't matter to me what genre we're going to call any of this because it, it's it, it is as it is, right? But like, when you guys listen to music that isn't yours, what do you listen to? What are your influences? Like, what did you grow up listening to? What do you listen to now? Like, what do you guys? Because I do believe that that all you know, we pull from that even subconsciously, just as musicians, especially you kind of, you'll hear something and you'll go, Ooh, you know, and then like 20 years later, you might write something that ev evokes that or whatever. So like, what do you guys listen to 
that isn't Aurora Fallen. <laughs> this I stumped them on. This was this was the hard question. I love it. This yeah, is the, this I, is the one that I'll got talk everybody. I love mental health all day, but Jesus Christ, my influences. <laughs> yeah. I am like, not talking about what's on my Spotify. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna Felipe. I'm I'm gonna go with you. It's gonna be Ghostbusters and Britney Spears. That's it, right? Those are the two. <laughs> How'd you guess? Wow. Ghostbusters, one hundred percent. Britney Spears uh, is about 93% of the time. I, I, I like, <laughs> I basically yeah, 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 listen yeah, yeah, to yeah, everything yeah. except jazz. Like, jazz. I'm sorry. Oh, like, oh, I, I recognize oh, Don't it. apologize for jazz. It, jazz it doesn't apologize. For- um, <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I, I started listening to music in the early, early 90s. So, you know, take take that for, you know, Pearl Jam, Alice in okay. Chains. Okay, so all the Seattle grunge stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I actually suggested to Owen that we should play Nutshell, which that that's when I decided I like you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I love how that was not immediately. That was not immediately. I said that quite a ways in, as I recall. So good to know I was still on tender hooks all that time. Specifically, once we started recording. Yeah, no, I you're you. very warm and welcome. No, oh, thank you, sweetheart. No, but I mean, I mean, but that that would be. I would love to hear you guys do that. I really would. I, that that, that oh, there's yeah. that that song is one of the ones that I was describing where like that just you know, and I know that 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 you know Lane didn't write the music, but he wrote the lyrics, and I just That's true? yeah, yeah, it was yeah. My understanding is that that it was it was Mike and Jerry and um, I'm blanking. Hmm? Mike's Mike Lane. Jerry and shit. Okay. The other Jerry, guy. The other um, guy. but anyway, I, that my understanding was that they wrote the music and he wrote the lyrics and and that that even the band thinks of that as like his song, you know, and there's just something about Nutshell that is it's just so heartbreaking. Like it's just it it that that song I feel like all of his pain got baked into that one song. And it's just that that's to me, that's a perfect song, but like, I would love to hear you guys interpret that. I wouldn't, I know you're not a cover band, but if you ever just do it, do, covers. Covers. do you really? I didn't, yeah, I, like, so, okay. Not, not quite. Anymore. Yeah, it used to be. Okay. So Probably like what, may, maybe, maybe this will get us more into the influences thing too. Like what, what kind of covers do you play? Which, which ones do you, <laughs> cause I, that's not anywhere that I saw it. So. Have, uh, it's no, we if, haven't played it. If you watch like some of the videos on our Facebook and Instagram and stuff, uh, you'll hear like where we take um, part of feeling good to Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Oh, I was like Nina Simone. Okay, yeah. yeah okay, Ooh. all right. To, to introduce. Oh no, that's uh, not Michael Bublé. That's Nina Simone. That's a. Yeah. That's a you know, yeah. you, you hear that. Birth you know that's Nina. You got yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, She's yeah. Heard something. oh my God, Felipe! If you have not heard, I'm new. You can't. <laughs> you're, you're not six I'm months old. You've just okay. English has only been here like forty years. It's fine. No. Okay. All right. Brazil called. They want you back. You're not new to America. <laughs> oh. God, God, they know. You you have to listen to Nina Simone. No, 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 but that, but you need to her. listen to her sing that one. It's it's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you take bits of that and you So we, we, we take the intro of it okay. to introduce no diggity. <gasps> it's okay. Banger. <laughs> yeah. 
I am trying to put that together in my. So when oh, you say yeah, when you when you say the intro, you mean through the and I'm feeling good, yeah, so, and then yeah, you so go into. Oh, I hear. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But no, I'm wait, no, because biased, wait, so yes, good. when you when you land on that, and I'm feeling good, you could go into the no diggity, I'm, no da no. Yeah, I yeah, hear that. Oh, yeah, so that's, that's just, my moment. Just trying. Yeah, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my God, that's so. It's fun. I love both of those songs. Oh my god! Okay, okay. I'm looking for that one later. I don't know how I missed it. Uh, Black Street is one of my core influences. <laughs> um, but if you guys want to chime in, please feel free. Save me from this. Are we talking about okay? So uh, we probably got to narrow this down because I mean, good grief! As many influences as I could run through. Motley Crue? No, not Motley Crue. Uh, uh, Never really cared for cocaine. Sure smelled good, but uh, anyways, um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> you can edit that out. What's uh, the big? What's the biggest blind? I need mark that one now. Biggest band you I played, played with, with on? You shared a stage with? With? Uh, trying to decide whether that was uh, probably a band called Cold Joint. Um, uh, a lot of covers, a lot of a lot of originals and stuff like that. A lot of metal. Okay. Uh, stuff I'm not really much into anymore. So okay, boring. Uh, <laughs> okay. So okay, so where do you uh, where do you? So inf your... influences that are bringing. I about love that this is politics. the hard question. I love that. It, it is kind of a hard this question. Is, this is hard. It is kind of a hard it's question. Very personal I mean, feeling. I can go through. Weird, I, right? I can go through and I can talk about like favorite bands versus why it would be drummers, of course, but. Uh, so I mean, like, are I, I you are you a Rush guy because of Neil? Are you like really he's not a Rush guy? He's not not a Rush really guy. Rush. No, <laughs> no, I don't have forty grand to dump in my drum kit. No, uh, <laughs> it was uh, no, um, no. I mean, I love Neil to death. I mean, the guy had. I mean, it, I mean, his hands were just insane. But uh, no, I mean, primarily probably would have actually been Zeppelin. And the reason I would say that is because. Okay. If you think about Bonham's kit and everything like that, the fact is is that it was probably no more complicated than mine. Right. He was heavy hitting a lot like I was, mm. and then uh, there were just ways that he was able to play that I just can't explain. Mm. Uh, and we can't go, recognize. Most hits, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, I can't recognize. Uh, this this isn't me, and I swear to God, I've said this to his face. Like, dude, you're <laughs> comparing yourself to Bonham. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm not settle comparing. down, buddy. <laughs> I'm not comparing. There is no comparison. But, like, your like, influence is just cool. Okay. Influence is cool. I'm sorry. Influence. I'm sorry. Influence. I love you, man. I'm Show sorry. Felipe <laughs> needs, needs a oh. snack. He just got salty for a second there. Where did my teddy bear go? All of a sudden, you're just wait. Okay. So, so the influence there. Down over there. Sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry. So hard, okay, so hard hitting, relatively simple kit compared to some of the shit that you see out there where people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, he is yeah, hard hitting. Fucking quadruple bases. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. I mean, it, but that's the thing is, it's like you know, I mean, when you listen to when you listen to Moby Dick by Zeppelin, I mean, you know, he just throws it together. There's no consistency to it whatsoever, but it sounds amazing. I mean, when I first saw the song, remains the same from Zeppelin. Bear in mind, I'm still a I'm a youngin when it comes to this. Bottom died before I was born. So, uh, anyways, uh, um, but still, I have so much appreciation for that. That was, a, I mean, I can tell you, it was a concert they took in uh, 1969, Madison Square Garden. 
And uh, that's where uh, that's where I heard Moby Dick for the first time. I was like, wow, that is freaking badass. Um, I mean, literally almost 30 minutes of just nothing but drums and you not mm. you didn't lose interest in it whatsoever. At least mm. I didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, so, you know, for that bluesy rock sound that Zeppelin invented, if you will, that would definitely be an influencer. And, you know, okay. uh, honestly, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to surpass Bonham anytime soon. But uh, I think Felipe you know, thinks okay. he will. <laughs> he, he, he has faith in me. He, he's not sharing it right now, but he does. He has, he's got faith. It's just, it's deep, deep, deep. <laughs> Deep down. It's way down. It's way down there. Will you get your shoe off my green? It's like there's the earth core. There's a couple of hundred feet and then 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 there's the there's the faith. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll we'll have to, um, but, we'll have to you know, I mean, that. okay, so I'll just run, run through a couple other ones. You know, I mean the late Taylor Hawkins, Foo Fighters. Okay. Sure. Um I love this playing mm, style. Um yeah. uh, Pearl Jam. Uh, Soundgarden, they had the same drummer. They shared Matt Cameron, uh, mm-hmm. who is now drumming for uh, Pearl Jam right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see if I can come up with a fifth one. Um, you good, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, That's enough. Shut up. <laughs> right, fine. Let me just let, let me just throw it out there. I'm also a huge Bon Jovi fan. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you are you actually? He is. He is. Okay, I get there's no shame in that. I know oh, I I'm know. a huge Bon Jovi fan. The, the, there's a reason they were so popular. Yeah. Yeah, Diego Torres still I mean he can still he can still throw those sticks around. I mean mm-hmm. he's it, it, it it's incredible. I mean and, and Do you guys tour? <laughs> right. Ooh. You? Do you Box guys tour? Six. They're they're an internet. We're an internet band. band. We're 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 everywhere and nowhere all at once. Three fifths of them live somewhere else. Yeah, no, there's uh-huh. there 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 are six of us, and we haven't met two of them in person yet ever. Get the fuck out! Really? I'm sorry, four yeah. six of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no, no, how, we, do you, how do you talk about trauma then? <laughs> oh man, that's you know we we like to create it every week during rehearsals. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that that's that's very meta. Actually, we have a Discord about Discord, but yeah, no, we'll talk about my I'm band later. Let's talk that. more about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, he doesn't want to I'm talk about. This. He doesn't want to talk about influences. That's what he is. Anything, anything he could do to change the topic from influences, apparently. But okay, yeah. so all right, this so is very we, uncomfortable. Oh, I'm good with influences. I can talk about that all day. All right, let's let's Owen. get to Owen. Let's see let's see what Owen's info because I know we mentioned a little bit of BB King and you know all of that. But so what else? What else is baked in there? So yeah, uh, so I mean, anything Chicago blues. Uh, so my mom actually uh, managed a bar called the Wise Fools Pub in Chicago. And uh, as a very small child, I was allowed to hang out there. Oh, cool. And I uh, got to listen to all sorts of old blues players warm up and do sound checks and stuff like that. Oh, I wasn't okay. able to be there for the nighttime, but, you know, yeah. it was, it, it got, you know, it, it, it ingrained into me if you will look at you with the three dollar yes okay <laughs> all right it so, was okay. yeah Man, okay I, I paused on that one um and then and then, and then as you and because you i mean as a trumpet player too i mean were you into jazz at any point too, i was or? yeah okay. so i was actually yeah i played uh in the jazz band um like i was your stereotypical band geek if you will <laughs> 
Um, I was the band captain. I, <laughs> you know, Ooh. I was in marching band, like jazz Knee band. deep in honey. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I got you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so, and then I listened to everything except like in my high school career, I quit listening to country. I knew you were going to say country somehow. I just did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was in Florida. Yeah. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. And then, uh, then Dave Matthews happened. Boy, did he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was, that was early nineties. As I recall, 92, 93, 94, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and, and, and then, when you say then Dave Matthews happened, there are a lot of ways to finish that thought. So what's <laughs> what do you mean I, by that? I fucking love Dave Matthews. I you know what? Like, I mean, there's a lot of haters out there, but oh, there's I know I don't, Fuck I those don't guys. totally I'm understand sorry. that. No, Dave I really Matthews band is yeah. fucking genius. <laughs> I mean and then and then he started teaming up with Tim Reynolds and like you you started getting the acoustic with the electric guitar like mm-hmm. that vibe started oh, to happen mm-hmm. and I was like shit that is awesome. Uh, yeah, I didn't so, know people didn't like Dave Matthews until really recently. Like that was yeah. the first like I started seeing memes about it. Like yeah, oh it's you know weird right and I and I mean like I understand it's not for everybody. It's it's also like that band. Um, oh god, oh, they boy. did that song Hook. Um, <laughs> full point. Full point. No, okay. no, no, no. Okay. What was the band that did that song, Hook? Uh, the, oh, John? Blues Travel. Yeah. Not everybody liked them either, but I don't yeah. feel like you could argue with the musicianship there. You yeah. know, and I feel yeah. that same way about Dave Matthews. Like, I mean, yeah. they, uh, maybe it's because they, they are kind of a jam band, but they were also like very radio friendly and it confused Absolutely. people. But yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I understand. And especially you coming from where you did, I could see why you would appreciate it. Cause it almost kind of synthesizes all the things that you, yep, you get the blues, the jazz. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. The one thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. So I listened to a lot of Dave Matthews and then I watched a live, uh, the, it was like Dave Matthews at the red rocks and like, yes. Yeah. 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 That was, you and you should go. And that like changed my life. Uh, <laughs> as far as music goes, but uh, it was funny. Well, that too, was something, like when I, yeah. When I watched that, I actually uh, I had an acoustic guitar and I played it a little bit, but I was playing electric guitar more. And then uh, I was listening to a band called. Well, I mean, I don't know, not too many. It's weird. This is a fifty-fifty shot. Have you ever heard of Shaman's Harvest? I feel like somebody on this show might have mentioned them to me, but do I know them personally or their music? No, no. Okay. So they uh, express themselves as a blues metal band. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is sounding familiar. I feel like somebody, it might have been off air, but I feel like somebody mentioned, because that, that would make sense, blues metal. Okay, okay. That's They, they did a, a cover of Dirty Diana, Michael Jackson. Uh huh. Blew my fucking mind. <laughs> All right, I'm so, gonna like, listen I started to that. listening okay. to everything of theirs and hearing how he's able to incorporate blues into their version of metal. Yeah. Like, if you listen to how he sings, mm. he uses a lot of blues phrases, which is what I've been doing to 
with our music more to try to bring a little bit more of the blues into mm -hmm. the style. So that's why blues rock, because while it's not like your, your Southern rock that I think a lot of people interpret as blues rock. Yeah. Two different things. Very, yeah, very, very different, different things. Yeah. 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 So that's where blues rock genre came from. I got you. So it is more of an inflection phrasing kind of, yeah, I can and, hear and, that. I and in like the chord progressions, you know, a few of the songs we use like a 12 bar turnaround, stuff like that, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, I, it's interesting though. It wasn't because I didn't hear elements of blues and rock and blues rock. It's just, it's, there's, there's, it, it's, and I, and I find this more often than not that, that, that bands that I talk to who aren't metal generally are kind of hard to define the genre. Like, yeah. I mean, I listen to a Genova and I, I might say like, okay, I'm going to go with more of like an alt rock feel there or whatever, but like a Dion powder band or like you, you can't, and you guys, I think fall into that category for me. And again, I don't care. Like I have the luxury of not caring about genre because it does, it doesn't matter. And that way you're not limited either. But, um, I, I, I think, and, and it's amusing to me now because in, in a few minutes, Felipe, you're really going to hate me because I'm going to be asking a question um, at the end of the show that um, you're not going to want to answer at all based on your reaction to the influences <laughs> question, but um, well, we'll get there in a second, but so um, before, before, don't be anxious. It's, it's moments away. So just use it as a, use it as a, as a, as a little uh, speed bump in the future. But so just before, before we, we, we kind of get to that, that moment there and wrap things up, you guys are, are playing out a fair bit too, from what I can tell. So why don't you talk a little bit about the whole live gig situation? Man, uh, it's been crazy this year, actually. Like, so the first show that we played as a full band uh, was March when we really released Crowzone. Right. Um, I don't know. I kind of got to a point where, because, you know, we didn't have a bass player, or, you know, I was like, you know what? like fuck it <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah. the the guy kevin that uh felipe mentioned earlier uh he and i used to jam down in florida like so we had this whole thing called back porch serenades like he and i would get together with my family a bunch of our friends and like we would literally sit out on a back porch down in tallahassee florida and go back and forth playing songs oh that's cool and uh He's a phenomenal musician and uh, primarily bass player, but he also plays guitar and sings and does all sorts of like, I mean, he's just, yeah, he's a very well-rounded musician. <laughs> so, I, I like to call those people musical Swiss army knives. Cause generally yeah, like whatever you need. You, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> very cool. So, uh, so I had recorded uh, the drums, the guitar and uh, the lead guitar parts and sent it over of to what? him of Crowzone <laughs> and it sent it to him and was like, Hey man, uh, what do you think? And he was like, sounds pretty cool. Uh, do you want a baseline? I was like, fucking absolutely. I would. <laughs> You're like kind of why I send it. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, he recorded baseline, sent it to me. Same thing with paradise. Uh, I right. sent it to him and that, so he actually, uh, got to experience paradise, uh, after I wrote it. Um, he was actually part of the inspiration to writing that song and also um, me taking my step back into music. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
there's a deeper connection to the song for him there. So, you know, he was ecstatic to throw a song or throw a bass line on for that. And then, uh, where was I going? <laughs> you were talking about live gigging and how we started yep. in March. So, yeah. So we had, I had started mixing Crow Zone and, uh, I was like, you know what? I mean, if we're going to release it, like I want to play a show, you know? Yeah. So I had lined out with one of our local venues to get booked there. And we just started playing as a trio, just me, Cole and Phil. Yeah. And, uh, the second show was over at, uh, a place called Thirsty Street that we right. met Felipe at, and he was like, "Hey, man, I play guitar, but I could play bass." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'll slap at the bass." Yeah. Exactly what I look like when I jam out, man. When I jam with my bass. <clears throat> and I said, uh, "I." That's how you that. know he's a professional if he puts yeah. it that way. Yeah. So he came in, and uh, then after that, it was uh, we started scheduling shows. Uh, we got invited to go to a battle of the bands. It's like yeah. four hours away from us, which was yeah. super cool. Cause like we hadn't even played a live show yet when they got a hold of us to go play. That's insane. So that was super cool. <laughs> well, that was a busy yeah. weekend. Cause yeah. we played the tattoo oh, yeah. expo the day before. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and then, yeah, cause we got asked to play for a tattoo expo uh, for warrior wishes of Montana. And uh, so we went and did that the night before, loaded up, and then went to Sydney, Montana the next morning Oof. and did that. And it was like, but I mean, honestly, like that was probably one of the coolest shows that we played because it was people that aren't in our community. Yeah. Yeah. But, like every single band that was there immediately like made you a part of their community because a lot of the bands oh, that were there, yeah. actually all of the bands that were there were from that general area. Oh, okay. Except for uh, Pan Blanco, which yeah, is they're, they're from Billings. the same <clears throat> place as we are in Billings. Yeah. Uh, and they're like a Latin music. Oh, Super great. cool. Yeah. Uh, well, they're nonstop too. Yeah. Um, Amazing band. One thing that's kind of neat is that the playing style comes from different places because yeah. their drummer is a good friend of mine. He actually plays in a metal band here in town and then he can convert over to this Latin Oh, sound. no shit. So okay. Cool. So cool. That's so, <laughs> So yeah, but no, I mean it was. But the the three other bands that were up there were uh, from that general area, you know. Um, very talented musicians. Reaction Jacket. If you don't, if you've never heard of them, like definitely go check them out. Incredible. I like the name. Um, <laughs> okay. Killing Smalls. Unfortunately, I think uh, that was their last show. Oh okay. Uh, and then the uh, Mountain Country Band. I know. I can't remember. Yeah. No, no, but, no offense. Look them both yeah. up. Sorry, guys. We love the music, though. Yeah. Just look them both up. Like, just like completely embraced us into their area and uh, super excited to plot out next year because we'll definitely be traveling up in their direction into oh, cool. like not North Dakota. And uh, look at you, a world tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm Midwest tour right now. But. Yeah, <laughs> Southern Canada tour. <laughs> wow, that's where you'll get the quality poutine. That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I know. yeah. All right, but no, but so it sounds like you guys. I mean, and and that's you know, it's not easy to get gigs. You know, as any gigging musician knows. So if you're finding that they're finding you, that's yeah, that's an endorsement right there. So I mean, you know, anybody who's remotely local, 
um, or has a, a private plane or whatever, you know, you can always yeah. <laughs> feel free to their, their schedules up on their social media, you can go check them out. But yeah, no, I, 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 it sounds like you guys find community wherever you go or you create it if it's not there, which is, it's yeah. again, very on brand for all of you. But I think Felipe thought maybe he would just wait me out, <laughs> but no, I vamped Felipe because now as sad as I am to end this interview, I have to do so. But before I let you go, I don't think you know this, but um, we like to end every episode with a little segment that I call In the Vox Seat. And I have asked the same five questions of every single musician who has been on this show. And I will prepare you for the fact that you are going to hate at least one of these questions, especially you, Felipe, um, and I know which one. And that the last question, not to put any pressure on you, um, has become an issue so controversial that, that, that fans are won and lost in the blink of an eye. Um, there's a running tally. It's a whole thing. So we'll, we'll get there. Here for it. Let, let us begin with one of the simpler ones, which is also, by the way, kind of hard for a lot of people. But here we go. For each of you, okay, you each get this. If you had to describe Aurora Fallen's music in five words or less, what would you say? <laughs> Felipe, starting with me? No. Well, I don't know. I mean, you were the you were the you were the rabbit's foot before, so maybe it's the lucky charm. But you you, I feel like you could absolutely pass it on to someone else. You have been. You have been foisted uh, into first position several uh, times. Yeah, okay. no, that makes sense. I, I'm the most objective. <laughs> there objective. we go. Okay. Um, Physical scientist. Vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, fucking rocking. I'm going to hyphenate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, honest. Mm. Sappy. No, uh, uh, no, different word. Uh, you, don't, no. you, you're, you don't get to dictate <laughs> no. my reality. All right, fine. Sappy, that's you right. I've, you never, you? I've never done that before, and you're right. Thank you for fact-checking me on that. We'll, we'll put sappy in there. I might not agree with it, but that it is your five words. Okay, and is there a I mean, fifth? it's one of the five. Um, <laughs> how many do I have left? Two? No, you're at four, um, but it's five words Welcoming. or less. And what Welcoming. is it? Welcoming. Welcoming. Well, okay, I like that. I like that. I like four of those words very much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little right. one for you, judgmental. I love you too. I love you too. That's it. No. All right. Fine. I'm going to ask you the hard question twice. All right. So who who is taking the next one? Who's doing it's it? Phil, dude. It's Phil. We already said of like a okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, here, okay. Like, so we're, someone we're almost lost an eye yeah, there. That was a that was a dangerous moment for Aurora Fallen. But okay, so you're going next, <laughs> Phil. What's your deal, um, Phil? Let's see. Uh, that's a tough one because again, we can go off on this for a while. But no, um, I would definitely words. get five. Words. I see why five there's words. a controversy. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Is the controversy like should you be asking this? This isn't um, even the question. This isn't even the one. Can you hyphenate heartfelt? That's one word. That's one I don't even have to hyphenate okay. it, so you're good. No heartfelt. I could put a hyphen in it, but I'm going to put it between you know, like the A four. and the R. So, yeah. All right, go ahead. Isn't this strong <laughs> I can only count to four, and I have five toes, so I get screwed up sometimes, too. Um, 
Anyways, uh, so heartfelt. So I'd say heartfelt, powerful. That's three, that's three um, words right there, right? Okay. No, I'm kidding. So heartfelt. Okay. <laughs> powerful. He said powerful. 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 That's powerful. one of the three. Original. Okay. Um, unique. Mm-hmm. Um, one more. One more. I can. I. I can come up with this. Um, can I? Can I use one that Felipe already used? No. You, or does you, it all have to be different? You use one that relates to your experience playing with us. Thunderous. There we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thunderous. A drummer okay. move. Yeah, that was a total by, by the way, <laughs> you can repeat words. Many people choose not to, but you are you. That is not a party foul around here. You are allowed I, to. I, I'll go with thunderous. That's a that that that's that, that's a that's a good word. I like it. Thunderous. Okay. It is very percussive. So, okay. Owen, this is it. You're, you're the lyricist. Is a heartfelt, but, yeah. All right. Five words, right? <laughs> yes. Theoretically, at least. Yes. Okay. Story of my life, bitches. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that taking that as a list now. It's going to be of <laughs> and bitches. <laughs> but okay, we're going to leave it. We're going to leave that as a phrase. I like that. Okay, story of my life, bitches. I like it. No one has ever, no one has ever used bitches before, so I feel like we're, 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 see, they're just breaking new ground all over the place. That's where um, unique comes in. You didn't either sex bitches. I either just made it or broke it. So, <laughs> and, and, and thunderous as well, I think. If oh. we're, we're, this is so this, okay, all right, we're good. Thunderous <laughs> bitches. You guys need to start a side project called Thunderous Bitches. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, all right, so you're for That's each your of production you, company. I can totally see that just across the screen. Okay. So for each of you though, your favorite thing about being a musician. Mm. 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 Um, I mean, it it doesn't have to be like in 10 words, right? Um, No, you get as many words as you want. Okay. this, This is actually easy. Is this the one you thought would be hard for me? No. No. Great. Uh, <laughs> I, and if you don't think the one I think is hard is hard, I'm going to think of a harder one for you. So we're just going to work until we get there. But, all right. <laughs> you can take it. You can do it. You do no, not right. realize how terrified I am right now. Oh, honey, I got you. Don't be terrified. It's not bad at all. It's really not. Okay. No, so this, your this is actually thing. easy. And okay. I'm sure a lot of people that perform music in front of people understand. Um, I, 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 I'm a typically pretty reserved person, but for some reason, um, playing music in front of people, despite being on a stage, like I feel completely comfortable to kind of like be myself and do my thing. And admittedly, like a lot of that is just kind of like, just kind of being in my own head and doing my own thing. And I don't often get to like focus on the people around me. But that's like my place. Like I get to, I I, I love it that people are around. I love mm-hmm. it that periodically I get to sneak a peek at how people are experiencing it. But for me, it's the experience that I'm having and mm. it's undoubtedly the funnest, most enjoyable, freeing thing that I do. Oh, I love that. <laughs> no, I love that. And so, I mean, do you, do you experience that more as being more yourself or being less like yourself than usual? 
it, it, it's being a authentic version of myself that okay. does this and is cool with it. Okay. Very cool. Like that, that's unique for me. That doesn't, I'm not able to do that easily. And, mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a therapist, obviously. And, <laughs> who doesn't? Uh, Jesus, who doesn't? <laughs> um, but like, uh, her comment was like, it, "It's it's interesting that you're such an introverted, reserved person, but the way you describe playing music in front of people, which is, hmm. I mean, you know, look at how Owen describes it. It's obviously like a very vulnerable thing. Yeah. But for me, it's like a very like just I guess to just kind of do it the way that I want yeah and I think it's obviously unique to me Hmm. and I think that it's authentic and I think people can see that and I think that's what people connect with the authenticity even if it's like fucking weird and like I don't know neurodivergent almost certainly I don't Uh, think there's anything more beautiful than watching someone be truly joyful and comfortable in their own skin right. in a moment. I don't think yeah. there's anything better than that in the entire world. And like, I, 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 I know what you mean because it's, it's believe it or not. I'm also an introvert. I know it doesn't seem that way. Cause I talk so fucking much, but like I, I am. And I understand that feeling of like, it's your Simon. That's why I asked you the question is like, you're simultaneously not yourself and completely yourself. And that like, that's, there's very, there are very few things in the world that, that, that evoke that. So I, I, I completely yeah. hear you. I, it, and it's, and, it's, and it, it's great. It, it just seems like a thing that I am being who I am, that I am like super grateful that I get to do. Cause I don't yeah. think that that's uh, something mm-hmm. that I otherwise would have gotten into. <clears throat> yeah. Good luck, guys. Topping that one. That's a great answer. All right, Phil, you're up. I can give a little bit simpler of an, of an answer, but, um, oh, you know, it's, but it's truly how I feel. Um, probably the, probably what I like the most uh, it came from actually joining Aurora Fall and none of the other bands really touched on this one, but it's literally the fact that I get to share the stage with four of my favorite fucking people on the face of this planet. Because like I said, and I mean that too, because I mean, who's the other guy? Myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, you gotta have some inspiration somewhere, right? No, no, three of my favorite people on the planet. So like, I actually prefer four, including you. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it. That's headcanon for me now. You're good. You you have to like yourself. So you you do, Um, but so it's specific to this band. So being able to be in this band with these guys. Yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, I mean, Cole's much younger, but the, the fact is, is that, you know, he's, he's needed what we would consider brothers or a family or whatever. And so we've so, you know, yeah. been there for him. Um, oh, and I have no clue why this guy is one of my best friends. I mean, I'm really questioning that right now. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously. I mean, uh, um, you know, and, and, and just the fact of the matter that this guy literally is the key that got me back into music yeah. like that. Yeah. And, even though you know being being kind of being kind of amateur and, and really shaking the rust off, he never stopped believing in me. Mm-hmm. So I mean that speaks volumes of who he is, and he never stops believing in me, anyways. I mean, uh, and then Felipe, you know, it, he comes it, on board. It, and I it also it also speaks volumes to who you are, Phil. Right. Just by the um, yeah. perfect. Yeah, that, that works for me too. But then Felipe comes on <laughs> like you know five six months ago, and a just instant connection. And yeah. the funny thing is, is like even at that. 
this guy, I connect with him so well when we're actually performing live because, you know, um, he'll actually give me cues and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. we're starting now and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me this look. It's almost kind of creepy. I'm attracted to you type of look. Let's get it on. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Let me start doing some outreach play and everything. I almost okay. Drawn into him or something. It's it's part of the fun, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's him being who he is, Phil. <laughs> right. He's just being who he is, yeah. and that look, that Tom Jones panty peeler look, that's just part of the fucking. I was thinking, movie, more, man. I, I, was, I was, I was thinking, I was thinking more. I, I, I was thinking more like a William Gacy look or something like that. But, oh, okay, well, that's a little less you. sexy, but okay, all right, you know, you know, it's it's the I'm Brazilian magic. You can't. You can't. You can't. Okay. So, so, so you, you, are, you, you are, you are, you are in your brotherhood. You are with your that's, people. That, that's it. I mean, these Safe guys space. are, I mean, seriously. Okay. We've, we've laughed a lot, but seriously, these guys are no. supportive of who I am. Yeah. They're supportive of me as a musician. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, we get, we get angry together, but we get over it. We, we, yeah. we laugh together. We, you know, and eventually it all just comes together and then we have a great time. You know, yeah. it's, really it's it's my break from life also if you will yeah. to come over and practice music or yeah. to be on stage with these guys and whatnot even even at that owen's gotten me um you know i'm still working on some stuff as far as the creative writing department goes but i'm even writing i'm even working on writing songs too very cool obviously we all in this band have a story to tell yes and so far so instead of being just completely and totally blunt about it you know um it's good when you, you hear lyrics like Crow's own to turn around and say, okay, how do I relate that right. without being painfully obvious about exactly. what this is. Right. So, exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so it, I mean, it's inspired, you know, these guys inspire me when I'm away from them too, which is, which is awesome. You know, something mm -hmm. healthy to do with my free time. Mm -hmm. my free time. What the fuck is that again? Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm sorry. Define that. What the hell is that? Okay. All right. So, so you have found your musical home. I love that. That is, that is a, that is a vaunted mm. position to be in. That's, that's well, rare. It's, yeah. it's a biased opinion, but I mean, there's, there's hardly three guys that I would rather, uh, that I would rather be performing with. And I mean, again, maybe a biased opinion, but that's uh, bias doesn't mean it's not accurate. So I'm, I'm down with it. I would, I would right. endorse well, that having based on this conversation alone. <laughs> so I, 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 well, it's I just the opportunity to grow together and all that stuff. And that's exactly what we've done. It's just, yeah. You know, well, we and, and now that you have Felipe and I think you guys have completed band Voltron, you will, you will see <laughs> that the music will even evolve from here. So I'm, I'm excited yeah, for that, absolutely. but all right. Owen, this is it. Your favorite thing about being a musician. It's looking at Felipe, isn't it? Absolutely. Right. I mean, how could it not be? It's All that look. <laughs> I just love to watch him. All right. What's your close <laughs> second, though, to that? <laughs> um, favorite part about being a musician. Honestly, for me, it's, it's therapy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have a therapist. <laughs> I probably should, should. <laughs> but uh but it's but music is my therapy yeah and uh especially performing live like okay. that is the most therapeutic <laughs> part about being a musician for me is like we were talking about daily limit earlier and they were talking about the performance that we yeah. had over in Absorky and like 
so the reason why I was singing as hard as I was and uh, didn't sing all the lyrics to that song was because I was actually like bawling my eyes out up mm -hmm. on stage as I was singing the song. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where it came from, but it was a release and obviously I needed that release and mm -hmm. that's how I got it. Yeah. You know, um, being able to share my story with people so let them know, like, you're not alone. Like I was there myself. Uh, Phil talked about his dad. I lost my dad to suicide um, mm. pretty close to the same time that he did. Mm. And uh, that's where Daily Limit came from. I didn't mm. realize that mm. up until a year later when I was mixing the song and mm. was doing a radio test in the car as I was driving along uh, and just completely lost my shit as I was yeah. driving 80 miles an hour down the interstate, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's really, that would have to be my favorite part about it is just being able to share my experience with everybody and get that release mm -hmm. from it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's astounding to me what people endure just, you know, like life is so beautiful and it's so brutal and it's all of that at the same time, all the time, you know, <laughs> like it just, it, it's to, to have whatever kind of, of means of processing and releasing that you, you can, it's crucial. Like, I don't think people get by any other way, you know, and, and I do think that music, you know, you're not the first person to, to, to give that answer on this show, but it's, it's as valid every single time because I think sometimes it's the only thing that's a constant for people, you know, and, and, and it, it is safety and it is, and it is a home and it is a place to, you know, put all of that. Um, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a great, I mean, it's three great answers really. And it, what I love too, is that everything that you guys say dovetails with the other so well, you know, and it, it makes so much sense. This is such a perfect musical family i'm just sad that cole wasn't here too because i feel you know i feel like i'm missing a piece of the picture there but um i don't know when i have you guys back you know next week or whatever we'll we'll have <laughs> but um okay so but the flip side of that is now for each of you your least favorite thing about being a musician Start with me, obviously. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think your 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 fate has been sealed in the, in terms yeah. of the the order, but yeah, okay. Yeah, um, it, it, it's the insecurities that come from it. Yeah, um, because I have such an admiration and a respect for people that can artistically do the things. I mean, like not only just like the actual tangible ability to like play music but mm -hmm. i mean jesus christ like to like do that and actually like be authentic and honest and like actually do that in, in a cathartic way where you're actually expressing some like deep personal thing about you like mm -hmm. i mean like not even getting into that like just the the ability that musicians have to you know do what they do uh it just kind of makes me feel insecure and i know that that's like my own thing mm -hmm. and i know that like the the knee-jerk reaction to anyone who hears that is like ah blah, blah, blah. like 
I hear it all the time. Like, no, I, you're allowed to feel that way. I mean, that's yeah, like all my friends are like, no, you're talented. I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, but I, I, I mean, that's just kind of my experience. And I kind of feel that a lot of people experience life, not necessarily art, but life work, yeah, whatever in that way. And that's just oh, kind yeah. of my experience. And it, oh yeah. Um, the, I mean the, the positive side about that, I mean, if I'm, coming yeah. full circle the positive side of that is that if you can kind of somehow get to that other side of that it's pretty fucking rewarding mm -hmm. no i and i i love that you said that too because i think anytime anybody expresses an insecurity or they they say something critical about themselves or whatever and it's not like a and it's a it's a it's a genuine thing that that is legitimate for them people do tend to negate it immediately because I think they don't like feeling uncomfortable about how their other people feel about themselves, you know? And it's like, well, it's not about you, dude. Like I'm, I'm still okay, but like, I do feel insecure. And, and, and that idea of insecurity or just, you know, always wanting to be better or be able to do more or express yourself better with your instrument or your voice or to be able to write things or whatever. I hear that a lot. And I, and I think I, feel like especially for artists whether it's music or fine art or writing or whatever that's such a that's such a through line you know and i think it's in a way maybe it's good because it it keeps you iterating you know you're not stuck like the people that i know who don't have that i don't know it it, it something is missing there like i think if you think you're golden it's usually it doesn't go well after that <laughs> like you know people who think they know everything like nobody wants to hang out with that dude so like um <laughs> yeah so no i i hear you and i i i think um i think i think it's a great answer and I, I think it's something a lot of people relate to a lot of people so all right phil what about you least favorite thing about being a musician i think we'll just take it back to an old joke that owen started about me most show times are around my bedtime no um uh, <clears throat> <laughs> 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 when you don't play until nine o'clock Okay. Then. Anyways, oh, so, clock, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. No, mo um, most most drummers usually say it's load in and load out. So I was wondering if you were going to go there. Oh, no, we do no. that. Before. <laughs> that was one time. Oh well, no. Story that was that too. Well, look. Um, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, he is napping at that time. Okay. So, like, you know, you have to, you got, you got to help him out. But all right, all right. So if it's not load in um, and load no, out, no, honestly, I, I think it's, I think it's probably. Maybe this might tie into something like Felipe was saying is just trying to be on your A game, especially at shows all the time. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, one of my one of my most frustrating things that happened actually recently at our most recent show was uh, it, it was kind of crazy. I was taking a personal mastery class uh, for business and for uh, uh, just life. And um, <clears throat> anyways, I hadn't slept much and I started developing mm -hmm. a sinus infection the Thursday before this show. And I was so freaking sick. And um, I, by the time the showtime came up, and then we did, we got pushed out until about eleven thirty. So I think I'd been awake for roughly about twenty-two hours at that point. Because ah. um, I'm early to rise. I'm usually <clears throat> up and out the door for the gym by five in the morning. Um, you said two uh, things I don't like, one right after uh, the other. You said five in the morning and gym. <laughs> like, nobody oh, wants shit. to go to the gym at five in the morning, but okay, look um, at that. That's why he keeps giving you that look, Phil. You got to watch it with those arms. But okay, go ahead, go ahead. So you're you're you you were blown out, and you were on like no sleep in almost a full day, yeah, and you had to play well, a show. And so we brought up so we brought up that cover that we do of uh, No Diggity. Um, mm -hmm. 
not long ago. And that's one of my favorite songs to play. It's fun. I bet. And I mean, we can go, we can take it different directions when we play it. And me, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've listened, luckily enough, it was one that I recorded because at that point I'm, I'm, I'm so sick and I'm so tired that I, mm. I decided to go ahead and set it up on my phone stand and I took a recording of it. I realized just how bad I performed on that one. And I was, I've actually been pissed at myself every time I watch it. But then at the same mm. time, I'm learning from my mistakes. I'm like, I actually played that shitty live. Um, and so, I mean, timing was off. There were a lot of, there were just a lot of mistakes, fillers where they made no, no sense. I mean, it just like, Oh man. I mean, and I couldn't tell you whether it was just a bad ear monitor system or if I was just sick and tired and everything, it doesn't matter. The bottom line was, is that I was definitely not on my A game that night. There was so, no monitor system at this gig. There we go. Just throw I, I, I've, I've played those and it yeah. is terrifying. It yeah. is high oh, wire it without says, a net. It is awful. Yeah. It is it the worst thing. Yeah. It was my Fishman amp pointed at him, yeah, so that he could hear my vocals and guitar part, and then the bass and the like. The lead guitar were like semi quasi pointed, not at him. Because <laughs> like, so, you, especially as a drummer, don't need to hear the bass or anything. Like, yeah, why yeah, would yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh God, no! Uh, no sorry, um, so it was, it was funny though because I watched that video several times, and then I decided to go ahead and have fun with it. So I posted it on Facebook just to humiliate myself because you know, I mean, why not, right? Have now, fun, I, right? I love that, like, break, breaking breaking news on 22 hours not sleeping with a sinus infection, Phil was not at the top of his game. News at 11. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, you got to give yourself grace, though, on that one. Yeah. It's, but but I hear what you're saying is that, that the main point is, you know, that it is pressure. You always yeah. want to be right on point. And, you know, and again, yeah. as I've said a million times on this show, the rhythm section is like you guys have such responsibility it has to hold everything down and especially well, with a song like that if people are up and they're moving that that's you guys so it it is a lot to to be on point all the time well with, it, the, it with the following right well, with the following that owen has developed for us on facebook and then um the fact that i correct me if i'm wrong on this we've been the headliner at every show we've played so i mean there's yeah. high expectations mm -hmm. there also i mean literally that from is the rough. beginning because you know there's other bands are pretty fucking great oh yeah i know especially yeah. like with killer set but there's a lot of uh there's a lot of pressure on us to just be on our a game at all times and yeah. so you know when i i just like i said i watched that video several times just trying to learn from it like mm -hmm. god dang it what the hell um but that's also me critiquing it. I mean, I had a lot of people turning around saying, "Man, you did so good." I'm like, "Were we watching the same fucking video?" Because well, I there, 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 there's there's musicians listening to their set, and then there's yeah. the audience listening that's to the true. set, and then yeah. then there's always that guy. <laughs> always that guy. But except for that guy, nobody ever hears what we hear. But I mean, but I I think the other thing is like. But it, it is guy. right, like at every fucking no, you, show. You, you like, get it. You yeah. so get it. What yeah. is that guy? It's just like, and you can only, and especially if you're wired mm. like I am, there could be thousands of people in the room who are like, yeah, and it's that one fucking guy, and he's the one that I will be watching all night. It's like, why are you? Yeah, don't watch that dude. Nope. He, he's he's no. the one when I throw my stick to the crowd that I'm aiming for. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you before we move on to Owen Phil, I have both seen and been in bands where they would have played that exact set exactly the way that you did and not realized it wasn't good. So at least you can take that from it. Um, oh, we you, tell them. You... <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm sitting, for, I'm sitting in front of two of my favorite critics. We, right we got it. We're on no, it. But, We're but, right. I, but, but I, I do mean to say though that, 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 that self-awareness is is a good thing, even though if it's uncomfortable sometimes, because I know, I know people where I'm like, yeah. 
do you hear yourself? Oh my God. You know, and some people just don't. They, those are the people that go audition on American Idol and you're like, did no one ever tell you not to go like that? So yeah, I, I hear you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Owen, least, least favorite thing about being a musician. Uh, least favorite thing about being a musician for me is, uh, so I'd read an article where BB King was being interviewed and he talked about how, uh, every time he performs, he's really like an actor, right? So how he is on stage versus how he is normal mm. day to day is mm. not quite the same, right? Mm. You know, he's not always sad. He's not always mad. He's not, you know, right. whatever emotions he's emitting through his music. Um, for me, I found that extremely relatable because for me, I would be your method actor. So like, it doesn't matter if it's a rehearsal or on stage in front mm -hmm. of people, uh, we could be playing to three people and I'm going to put myself yeah. into that space no matter what. Yeah. Right. Even if it's on my own demise. Right. Mm. So, um, because I want people to feel what I'm feeling, yeah. you know, and there's yeah. only one way to do that. And that's to actually have those emotions. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're just up there as another person singing a song. So when you were talking earlier about how, you know, uh, how it is that you can sing the same song and not have it just become, yeah, you wallpaper. Know, yeah, wallpaper. Uh, that's that's how I do it. Yeah, it's probably yeah. my least favorite part because it's like reliving every single one of those moments over and over again. Well, that's it. It takes a toll, right? Because I mean, like, th there is a difference between you know reciting the words and feeling them, and it it it, it right. is that's got to be exhausting emotionally, you know. And and it's interesting because it it's in a way your least and most favorite things about being a musician are the same thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I, I, I understand that on an elemental level. Um, I do because that's, it's, it's, there are some things in life that are so wonderful and so difficult and it's all at the same time and they feed you and they, they take from you simultaneously. And it's a weird thing to be able to, to balance, but, um, I, given everything that I know about you guys and, and especially the way that, that your bandmates describe your performances, that I, that makes a ton of sense to me. And, and, and the, the space that you have to live in mentally to, to get there, oof, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe I think it's, it's very good that monster is coming, you know, <laughs> like, we'll just, <laughs> it'll, yeah, it'll give you, it'll give the light one, right? Yes. The, the, what I will now forever think of is the Pirates of the Caribbean song by Pirates and shit. I think you should change the name of the song to that Pirates and shit. With the N and the little apostrophe. <laughs> yeah. You just, you got to own it, but all right. This is the question I think that Felipe might hate me for. Ooh, so if you had to choose just one album to listen to for the rest of your life, what album would it be for oh, each of you and why? I know. I know. Uh, 
this might be kind of cheating, uh, but it's a compilation album. No, nope, uh, that's fair. I will give it to you. If you're smart enough right. to think of it, I will give it to you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, my God. <laughs> you do not know how validating that is. Uh, it's Dire Straits, Money for None. Okay. Okay. Tell me why that one. I mean, it's a great album, but tell me why specifically that one for you. Uh, it's got like a broad range of tones. Uh, tones and like you know what makes you feel like mm. is this just like a kind of grooving song or is it like mm. a you know slow enough that it kind of regardless of what it's actually about because i don't fucking know like i <laughs> i could probably google it but um <laughs> i'm almost done just yeah it, i mean that. yeah just kind of whatever it is that's making feel making me feel at the moment okay and you just it could be time. awesome and i'm a little distracted Fucking Phil's. Um, <laughs> Phil's poor 11 year old is like, tell this lady to shut the fuck up. Uh, I don't have kids, but all their kids are fantastic. I, yeah. I'm here for it. Okay. But so, uh, yeah. so it, it, it gives you, it gives you all these different <clears throat> emotional notes that you can hit. That I could potentially hit. Okay. Depending on what's happening. So, I mean, if you're giving me one, like it's kind of got to be all encompassing, right? Yeah, no, I like it. Okay, very clever, very clever. We've had people ask if they could they could do like um, you know, like a box set, and I'm like, mm, I don't know, Alice but yeah, but music box that'd be my box set. Okay, all right, that's fair too. All right, all right, Phil, what about you? One, but it's true. No, no, I, I, I don't. Nobody's gonna be mad at you for that either. But Phil, one, one album for the rest of your life. What is it? Don't um, say fucking Led Zeppelin. <laughs> then why shouldn't oh, the I? Look, the look right. you just got hey, for you that one. Say. Why shouldn't I? Sorry. <laughs> well, guess what? Felipe guessed it. Um, <laughs> which one? I know my man. <laughs> you do. You do. Hey, come on, oh, no, here. don't leave him hanging. All right, there we go. Look at um, that. <laughs> which one, though? Huh? Which, which one? Which one? Which album? The fourth one. I think, they tend to, I think they tend to call it Zoso. Uh, but yeah, that one. I mean, who's going to argue with that? Yeah, it's 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 just. It, it's. I was struggling between that and Metallica's and Justice for All, to be perfectly honest. But uh, that, that's, that's, that's been a popular yeah. answer on this one. Okay. Um, yeah, but no, okay. I'd have to go with, I'd have to go with Zeppelin because, I mean, it's okay. got that bluesy rock sound that I like, and uh, it, it jumps around all over the place. I mean, with, uh, um, you know, you can go from something hard hitting like uh, uh, with a powerful intro like Black Dog to. Um, <clears throat> You know something, something really cool and just hard hitting the whole time, such as uh, um, the Misty Mountain Hop. You got Stairway mm -hmm. to Heaven, uh, mm -hmm. and um, you know one of my one of my favorites, which is probably not one of the more popular ones on there, is the Battle of Evermore. Uh, no, that's so, a great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A great yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. Open. Uh, I mean, matter of fact, that's how they opened that show in Madison Square Garden. I was talking with earlier. Was uh, they played rock okay, and roll? Okay, the one in '69. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I got so, you. Okay, I mean, so you're going with Zeppelin. That is a solid. Very safe. <laughs> very safe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, you will never get you will life. never never get a sunburn fill because Felipe is providing all the shade. All, <laughs> all, right. all right, so Owen, 
This, I'm I'm interested to hear you too. What is your desert island album? Because I cannot, based on what you have named so far, I cannot think of what you're gonna pick. It's gonna be a shaman. It's nostalgic. It's gonna be nostalgic. This one's hard. This one is really hard, actually, uh, for me, because I pull so much influence from Mm -hmm. everywhere. So I would have to go with. <laughs> this is a dirty trick. It really is. This is you do this every time. I have Wait. asked. I have asked the same five questions of every single person. We're we're somewhere near fifty interviews now, I think. And and this is the one. Ambrose from Anger Overdose. There's the Anger Overdose reference. Ambrose from Anger Overdose looked at me like if I were a car, he would have dismantled me in seconds. <laughs> he was yeah. so unhappy with this question. Oh. And it, it it and I love Ambrose to death, so I know I was in no actual vehicular danger there, but he was not not happy with me with that question at all. And and people will be like, Oh fuck, do I only have to pick one? Like, yes, you only have to pick one. But I love asking this question because it really does make you yeah, make yeah. some very difficult well, choices. Because yeah, you so have to explain it. You can't just that's say it. You can't just away. yeah, you 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 can't just you can't just exactly you have to you have to really commit. So all right, where you said that like you had an answer and you were like I think I'm gonna have to yeah. go with I don't know. So where where are we going? So we- so Phil was Phil was close. It's 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 close. Like it it could be a Shaman's Harvest album, Broken mm-hmm. Hearts, Broken Guns. Okay. But you're like, but I would it's have not. to go with I would have to go with Dave Matthews band live at the Red Rocks. Okay. Okay. All right. That, yep. that, and Ibit all of the things that you said about that, obviously, as to why, but okay. All right. So we have we have three quite different, and I'm sure Coles would be one of the black uh, black keys. Black keys. Black albums. keys or black Sabbath. No, black keys. It'd be black keys <clears throat> for sure. Okay, or black eyed peas. If we're going. <laughs> <to get. laughs> nope. No, I mean, he no has. The, for that he has the same guitar. Oh, come on, you know so. Cole loves the lady lumps and all of that. <laughs> I mean, he's not here. We can make it whatever wrong. we want. Yeah. 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 Cole's album would have to be, what was Baby Shark on? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but like the metal remix of Baby Shark. But okay, all right. So now. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. He likes it just the way it is. Shit, Cole. I'm sorry. Cole is gonna. Cole is gonna have an addendum to this interview. He's yeah, gonna yeah. he's gonna sue us. Yeah, that's a defamation. Defamation. We're gonna have to have like a, a little a little placard after this airs. Like you know, shortly after this interview aired, Cole left the band and just yeah. walked up going, "Baby Shark, this motherfucker." <laughs> but all right, guys, we are at the final question and again you're gonna have to give me a second here i have to gather the crowd because there are a lot of emotions running (laughs) high here running high here okay so freaky things Mm. is saying don't do this don't do it i like you guys okay Mm. so freaky calm down dom from jam steak is quietly just taking in what's likely going to happen next okay so we we have to (laughs) settle the crew okay and here it is take a breath this is it the last question, it's led us to this point. We've gone many different ways and it all leads to this. <laughs> I apologize in advance, but your toilet paper roll, when I you put it. it on the holder, does the toilet paper come from over the top 
does it come from under the bottom and why? Felipe, it's as, all you, baby. As, as a person living on Earth, why would you make things harder for yourself than necessary? Okay. Why would you make it harder to ac access the thing that you need? I know where Over. you're going with this. Over. 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 And, okay. and, and this is coming from a person that grew up in an under household. Ooh, you, so I, you, you were a rebel. Okay. I didn't realize it until much later in life. Um, like why, why do you have to make things harder for yourself? <laughs> no, like, no, like I know this is like stupid, but no, you would, going, you would not is... believe the level. No, no, no. This is it's fucking profound. Oh, okay. Here we go. I'm here. I'm ready. I got you. Tell me. There's a limited bandwidth that we have for life. You know, every little thing that we go through our, in our individual days takes some amount of some amount of effort. Mm -hmm. Why would you make things harder for yourself than necessary? There is literally no benefit to under. Literally no benefit. This and is that's a, coming from physical science. I was gonna say this is this is a, this is a scientifically right supported vehement. And and really about the economy of of energy transfer and, and, and mental bandwidth <laughs> and, yes, and humanity itself. This is this is a this is a hardcore overdude. Okay, all right, Phil. Over under something else entirely. Where do you land? So um, <laughs> that, that's going to go along with the type of toilet paper you buy. See. I have to have at least two, uh, two ply, otherwise I'm going to be getting in touch with my inner self. That is not the question, Phil. Focus. But no, I'm, I'm still over under. under. But so now we, 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 uh, can't under. Un we can't unlearn that information now, so let's just, all just thank Phil well, for I'm that. Just I'm Thank just saying, you, Phil. quality Thank is you, everything Phil. when it comes to toilet paper. Don't get I don't think anyone out way. there. I it, it is um, no <laughs> no one is disputing you. Yes, one one ply okay. might as well be no ply. So we're we're exactly. all with you there. Exactly. Thank you. Okay. So, um, no, no, uh, thank unlike, you, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, unlike Felipe, I have to go with the under method because if what I look. No, Felipe I said over. Wait, 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 wait. Let's clarify here. Felipe said over. Unlike. You said over. I'm saying under. Oh, you said unlike. Oh, yeah. You are an under. Yeah. Okay. I've never you, really thought you, about it too much until this until this exact minute. This is this is, is this is the genius of this show. I I you know it's it's a it's a thing that you and and I have I have blown open your world now. You're it's like doing it's like doing ecstasy, but about toilet paper okay. talking to okay. someone. Okay. That, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. But no, okay, I say this as someone who's never done any of that. I, but after so we're done here, I have so many questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I will answer them. But wait no, a minute I, now, I mean, Phil, I, I need to let you know. Yeah. Freaky Things hates you now, first of all. So, but that's okay. Jamstake um, loves you. Dom from Jamstake <laughs> loves you. You have joined an incredibly elite mm. Group of individuals, I think we're okay. hovering somewhere around 10, 11, 12 out of like you know, seventy five hundred people. So you are, you are, you are, you are in, you are in rarefied air here. Okay, so under, so so tell me why again? Why under? Because this is I've, this is an explosive, no pun intended I moment. Find it's easier as a right-handed man <laughs> to be able to do the old quick rip, you know, just 
right off of there. Wait, wait, what does handedness have to do with it? Nothing. If it's on the if it's on the left side, you might be more of an over guy. Yeah, but oh, but if you're in a stall, it could be hung on the right or the left. We're talking in general. It doesn't so, matter whether you're in a stall or in your own. In your own anyways, own like and point. subscribe. See you guys. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to figure out like Phil's bathroom twister no, situation. No, if, you go, if you go with the over method, you're likely to get. Yeah, don't thing. try to get into his mind. No, seriously. Or, or his bathroom, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, but I'm just saying, you know, I mean, if you if you don't have it under the quick rip, you're guaranteed to get as much toilet paper as you re reached for, whereas the over method, if you don't do the quick rip, you're going to wind up with probably about four extra sheets. God forbid. Because it's going to kind of unroll a little how bit. How are you ripping toilet paper off, man? It, it is, he is a master like, no. I mean, <laughs> of, of the toilet paper art. That is, that is what he, so you are, you are telling me if you were a lefty, you would be an over guy? This is a handedness based issue for you? I don't know because I'm not left handed. Okay. I will purposely reach across to the left side and grab that toilet paper with my right hand. Okay. All right. But you will cross the midline. For okay. So we, we have funny. we have a band divided. Exactly. You get oh. the quick rip going because you've got the right hand going to the left side. I don't really know how we move past this. I, I feel <laughs> we like... We should move on. I have a feeling. Well, well I but a feeling now... That I'm now gonna... Owen, Owen is the tiebreaker here because Cole, and I'm, I'm going to hope... For a variety of reasons, no, no one can speak to Cole. Oh, you do know Cole's toilet. I mean, paper. I know that. Like, I mean, he's he's definitely. I'm not going to ask, and I really don't want you to tell me how you know it's, that. But it's okay, just his personality. Wait, do you know this for a fact, or is this informed conjecture? I could call him right now and find out. I, feel I, I can guarantee I, he's going to say. Gonna, I'm going to. If you think he's there, I'm going to have you do that. This right. is um, this is a boxing guess first. Gonna we're going to we're going to call. Gonna he's going to call the guy. And you're going to ask him where his toilet paper is, and you're going to hang up, and it's going to be the greatest thing ever. Don't even give him any context. So don't even let him know. Is your toilet paper hanging over or under right now? Yeah, that's it. Does your toilet <laughs> paper go over or under and then hang up? Okay, here we go. He's like, I'm fucking caring for my child. What do you want? <laughs> He's not going to answer. Oh, damn it. Oh, come on. Come on, Cole. If he doesn't answer you, I'm going to call him. He's going to think there's an emergency. Oh, this is going to be extremely disappointing. We this, will never. I'm going to keep calling him while I'm talking. <laughs> Your call. Okay. You're, we should ask the lady what her thing is. <laughs> Don't scare him. All right. So, Owen, Owen, you've got to No, you've got it. You have to commit to your own confirmed decision. Are you over, <laughs> under, or what? What's your deal? More okay. importantly, why? As much of a fight as you put up against me, it better be over. So here's the thing, though. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. In 2020, there was a toilet paper shortage. That's right. And I said, why keep buying toilet paper? Oh, are you? Bidet. A You're a bidet. So I got guy? a bidet. No shit. I have the freshest wait, asshole. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> will, you, will you please no, bring it? To confirm that, you know, you know, he doesn't have any toilet paper on his No, please let's not confirm whether he has the freshest asshole because there's just let's let's let that just you, get, you don't want live footage of this? No, you know what? This is this is not a show about like so, yeah, space no. or black holes or anything. We don't need a no no no. It's a safe we, space. I will believe yeah. him. 
I will believe him that yeah, he has so, a, yeah. a, a, yes. Uh, okay. A, a so you're a, you're a bidet guy. All okay. day, all day long. And if I can't, if I can't use one. Do you just like shake a can of Coke day. and put some Mentos in it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Homemade just, bidet. Yeah. yeah okay. It's a homemade, homemade, homemade hole blaster, right? No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's your other band yeah okay homemade yeah. okay no okay. uh so now, homemade hole blaster i love it now uh <laughs> if the toilet paper is backwards i'm gonna wipe my ass on your rug backwards as an under that shit better be flopped over the top of the roll as the u.s patent shows okay but you are you personally are a bidet user so you go in the other category we have four <laughs> four categories we do have a running tally that will be on the screen wait hang on a second. You over under other and dean um dean is from the other broken ones dean is an absolute shit goblin literally and figuratively and no matter what a roll of toilet papers orientation is he will switch it to the opposite just to fuck with everybody. So we had to make him his own category. Wait, so you, so we have an over and under and an other, and we don't know Cole because Cole apparently loves his child more than talking about toilet paper with random women on the internet. That's fine. You know, it's not the only fans for everyone, but I get it. So, okay. So this, this band is truly, truly split. This is, this is wild. This is some wild. This is shit. our last public engagement. Yeah, together. Uh, so we will not survive this. Aurora Fallen. Felipe is, is done now. He's drummer. just done. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. No, you guys are not allowed to break you know, up, especially not over toilet paper. <laughs> it's just you're not South allowed. American, like the fact that my bandmate loves bidets, like that is more of a connection than I could have possibly expected. <laughs> there you go. You thought it was about the music. Weird, obviously. Yeah. Hey, you thought it was just. <laughs> have you had a bidet? Have you ever used a bidet? I, I, no, I don't think so. I, the most amazing. You need to. You do will that. never feel better after <laughs> using the restroom than after using a bidet. I feel like I, I see. It. I see a sponsorship in your future. I um, <laughs> <laughs> <Aurora> flushing. Come, <laughs> <laughs> Clip this, send it to Tushy, and you will get money. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you telling me there isn't a bidet company named Tushy? Yes, there is. That literally is. That's badass. I'm pretty sure for, that's my brand. <laughs> that should be the the tagline for for Tushy. That's badass. But it should Fun be that's good ass. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. So we. So we. It was we, badass. We, we, <laughs> and now it's not. Thanks to Tushy. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we we've become spokespeople for Tushy, which is a sentence I never thought I would say. <laughs> um, but listen, I, I I have to tell you, um, if it was not abundantly clear, I adore you. I adore you individually. I adore you as a band of people. I adore your music. Um, and I love what you're doing, as I've said. And and I just, I'm so happy that you came on this show as fucking weird as I'm sure it was for you guys. Um, and please, Phil, apologize to your little one for us. Um, I know this, this she was very patient, but um, really, guys, seriously, like, subscribe, follow. They are doing well. They should be doing even better, okay? And I know this community can rally. So definitely 
go love up those pages, um, listen to the music. And again, remember what I said, when you listen and it affects you, which it will, reach out, tell them, tell Owen, tell Phil, tell Felipe, tell Cole, if you can reach him by phone, um, you know, just let them know because um, I think what they're His doing it is <laughs> that would be the best thing ever. And then he would he'll start getting calls from Tushy. I just know it. <laughs> no, but listen, really, I do. I, I love you guys. I, I this was so much fun for me. I felt like I was just hanging out with three people I've known my entire life, and I wish you all the best, not just musically, but just personally and individually and um just you know stay here be here keep doing what you're doing um and thank you again for 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 what you do and for spending the the evening with me as weird as it was for you guys love it enjoyed every minute all right thank you so much all right guys that's it that's another voxing guest in the books we'll see you next time bye bye